0: A triumphant return of Prospects After Dark, and we prepared a new Prospect Matchmaker on a Thursday night uh, when nothing is going on baseball-wise. We do have a little baseball news to talk about uh, as far as uh, maybe division alignment, maybe some baseball coming about. Uh, keeper Dean Rogue says, hey, uh, hello, keeper, how are you? Jack in a bunch of numbers says, what's up, Kyle? Uh, hello, Jack in a bunch of numbers, how are you? Not really, hello, I'm glad that you're with us, I know you've been busy. Uh Charles, after Dark, it's a pleasure to have everyone uh, uh, everyone in here. My word, what a sore sight with sore eyes. I am
1: indeed a sore sight with sore eyes. Uh, I am really looking forward to
0: tonight's episode of Prospects After Dark, and I hope that you are too. Uh, so Unpainted Huff says, yeah, boy. So we might take a minute or two before we get into the Prospect Matchmaker. For those of you who don't know what Prospect, prospect Matchmaker is, uh, we went to the Twitter tweets there, and uh, about two years ago... We asked people if they'd like to be matched with prospects, and we did that. And we matched people with prospects, and we had tremendous response. I mean, just an absolutely uh, uh, an absolutely tremendous response. Well, baseball is not going on right now. We're all looking for something to do. And I want to do my part to bring excitement and fun to the baseball fans and Cardinal baseball fans, and Gifts is on board for it too. So what's going to happen here uh, is in a very short period of time, I have matched up about 70 people who asked for matches with Prospects. We've matched you up, and I'm going to read over them, and I'm going to tell you who your match is. Now, uh, to give you an idea of how Prospect Matchmaker matchmaker works, I, I usually comb... Hello, hello everyone. Welcome to Prospects After Dark. Thank you for scrolling in the mentions. Um, hello, Victoria. Um I try to scroll scroll through your Twitter profile and match you up with people. But the problem is right now, since we're not talking about baseball, it's hard for me to match you people, you people, match you guys up to someone. So some of these are a little bit more arbitrary and less personal. Uh, Hello, Jay Duda. Hello, Jiggies. I'm not having fun with booze, but I'm having fun with weed. Hey, have fun with whatever uh, uh, a narcotic you need to get through your life. Uh, I am drinking in this beautiful look at this birds on the black mug, the 16 ouncer, uh, some four roses bourbon, uh, just the standard stuff. Uh, Noah Nelson, how are you? Do I still have Victor Garcia's as Graham? Yes, you do. Uh, Miss Miranda says, hey, hey. Hello, Miss Miranda. Welcome to Prospects After Dark. Here in just a couple minutes, uh, we'll be getting you your prospect. So, uh, again, all I was getting at a minute ago when I described Prospect Matchmaker, uh, GM Gersh, you'll be getting yours here too. Light beer for me is dieting. Good, good. Uh, keep. Keep bringing in that light beer. Um, I like that, Noah. What? Which light beer? Uh, A. Heck Ross says, hi, Kyle. Got my Jameson and Coke for tonight. Now we're talking. Get those delicious mixed drinks. Look, I'm all about light beer, too. Uh, but, I mean, honestly, look at this beautiful mug. The Birds on the Black mug uh, to benefit minor leaguers. Um, please go to Birds on the Black, buy one of these, uh, and help help the minor leaguers. Keeper says, I had a bottle of four roses last week, and I think I felt you inside me a little. Yeah, uh, you're only going to be able to feel a little of me inside of you at any given time, really. Um, But uh, that's awesome. I'm glad that you enjoyed. Kyle, what's up, my man? Hex. Uh, Hex is going to have a prospect matchmaker here in a little bit. I'm really excited about that. Again, some of them are pretty personal. Uh, Some of them have really good reasons why I matched you up, but not all of them do. Uh, I had to be a little bit less uh, personal for this round, I mean, we had seventy people, so it was really hard to do. Mick Ultra is a great beer; I love that. Noah Nelson, uh, Martin says, really hope they do the Arizona, Florida, the players deserve home field at their spring training stadiums. You know, I listen. No, I recommend that everyone listens to Jerry Depoto, uh, the GM of the Seattle Mariners. Listen to the Wheelhouse; it's the podcast that's he on. He's on a new episode was released today, and he talks. Uh, he actually gives away a lot of information. I thought in regards to what it was like for baseball before uh, they shut down for COVID. And also what baseball might look like when they come back from COVID. Uh, and he seems optimistic about it. And he seems optimistic about the potential the potential for baseball to take place at home stadiums, uh, even if it means no fans. Uh, friggin' cards, you're the best. Uh, let's see. I drank a beer once from John Greco. John, you're in pretty good shape, man. It was a play- I've met John. He's an awesome dude. You're in pretty good shape. Uh, you probably do a better job of taking care of yourself than I do. Uh let's see Kyle as a not oh Brad our good friend Brad uh stats STL card says Kyle is a non-drinker what is your favorite non-alcoholic beverage honestly this is going to sound dumb water water is my absolutely my absolute favorite uh non-alcoholic beverage water and then coffee just plain black coffee those are 1a and 1b in my uh, my power rankings of non-alcoholic beverages I'm not a soda person I never drank a lot of soda as a kid it wasn't in the house so uh, there, there was no soda. So it's really uh, water and coffee for me. Just black coffee, too. Uh, et- coffee, baby. Love you, Kyle. Love you, too, bud. And Noah Steltson stopped by Hammond's Field to see where to put a boom lift to watch games. There's spots. Now we're talking. Hey, I'll take a trip down to Springfield and uh, mess around on a boom to, uh, to watch some baseball. Jay Duda, too, says, I'm drinking muscle milk. Might add Everclear to it later. Jay Duda, I'm writing down muscle milk plus... Ever clear. Oh, that's wonderful. I love it. Uh, Real fast, before we get into the business of this all, I want to remind everyone that tomorrow, through Prospects Live, Prospects Live uh, is putting on a a great event. You'll be able to follow along on Twitter, but they found one member of each uh, uh, Twitter fandom uh, uh, to represent uh, each team in a draft. And I'm going to be representing the St. Louis Cardinals. Uh, We're going to do the amateur draft. That's tomorrow, about 7.30, 7.45. Uh, Ralph Lipschitz, Matt Thompson, uh, they'll be live uh, via Periscope and via their YouTube channel. I'll retweet that. You're going to want to take part in that. Watch us draft. We get about a minute and a half to draft. Uh, I'll be drafting 21st, 54th, 63rd, 70th, and 93rd. And I'm really, really excited about it. And I'm telling you, it's going to be a great time. Uh, I've been doing nonstop draft research for about a week and a half, two weeks now. I probably watched... A couple, a couple of 10 hours worth of video of players studying stats and everything. Uh, and I'm really excited about it. Uh, I'm going to give it away to, at 21st overall. I'm taking whoever the best available is. I'm going to draft as if I am my perception of Randy Flores and John Mazalak. And every year that Randy Flores has drafted uh, in the first round, he's taken the best available player. That will be, that will be the player that I select at 21. It's just that simple. Uh, Where I'm really excited is prospects 50 or a draft spot, 54, 63 and 70. That's where it gets really excited. I'm going to go. I have a plan in place for that. And I think that Mr. Flores uh, and Mr. Mazelak have done a great job of creating a template uh, uh, for what I might do or what they might do. So I'm really excited about that. Check that out. Uh, That's going to be a lot of fun. Uh, We don't have a whole lot of time to draft too. I think we each get like a minute and a half per pick. And that's, that's crazy. That's, that's, underneath the gun but i'm really looking forward to it and i'm pretty sure it's three rounds Uh, i'm prepared to make five picks in the top 93 that's for sure uh real fast it looks like the the pad group chat the fantasy league says happy birthday to holy shield today's holy shield's 18th birthday i think to holy shield you can come over and me and graham will sodomize you if you're 18. Mm. all right uh keeper d roach says can only imagine They tried to get baseball back to TV much before they'd allow an audience. Yeah, look, um, from what I understand, part of the reason why the draft is going to end up being held uh, uh, that second, that first week, or uh, the second weekend in June, is how successful the NFL draft was for television and uh, uh, how they're hoping to just grab as many eyes as possible. Also, from what I understand, uh, front offices and farm directors and farm, uh, well, and farm directors were really pushing to have the draft as soon as possible, especially when it was Evident that there weren't going to be showcases. Uh, but, yeah, those are two of the big reasons. Get as many eyes uh, uh, on baseball as possible. And, you know, if that means no audiences in stadium, you know, that hurts the revenue that comes in because of how much, you know, uh, turnstile traffic affects the bottom line of organizations and thus the players. Uh, but it's still eyes in front of the sport, eyes on the sport, rather, and that's really what matters. Trevor Holt says, who is the first-round target from Prospect Live Mock? So again, real simple, Trevor, I'm not going to screw around. I did my, I did my, I, I ranked the, my top like 237 prospects in, are in the draft. Uh, again, you know me, it's always a weird number. It never really makes sense. Um, but I'm going to draft the person who is best available. Just that simple. That's what Randy Flores would do. That's what John Mazelak would do. And I believe in that philosophy. And I think that that's paid dividends for the Cardinals, even though, you know, in 2016, they got Delvin Perez, that's tough, but I still approve of that pick because he fell. And that's a great value pick at at that spot, even though he didn't pan out. Uh, And I'm going to do that, you know, Uh, unless it's something crazy. uh, That's where I'm going to be. Here's, here's what everyone needs to know about the major league draft. When the Cardinals draft, there's a really good chance that whoever they get at 21 is going to be nearly on the same level. Unless one of those guys in the top five or top 10 really fall to 21st overall, is going to be close to the same level as the guy that they're going to get 70th overall. Uh, I think that there's about 25 prospects, in my opinion, that are legitimate major league contributors, Uh, uh, maybe more so than most. But I think once you get to like 26 through like 78, 79, at least in my rankings, those guys are all pretty close to being clumped together. And that's great for a team that has three picks in that time span. Uh, If the Cardinals do it right, if they don't, If they don't try to get too clever, then we're in for a treat there. Uh, I'll remind everyone that there's a couple things that maybe there, maybe some misconceptions about the Cardinals being conservative in the draft. Uh, While they did draft Dakota Hudson, I will remind everybody that that was one of three first round picks. They also drafted uh, 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 Dylan Carlson and Delvin Perez that draft. Uh, And I will remind everyone that the Cardinals have not been afraid to sign and draft players that have been hurt. Uh, And they haven't been afraid to draft players with high ceilings and low floor like Trajan Fletcher early in the draft. So uh, I think everyone is on the table. Uh, I think that they're very careful about how they draft and how they protect their aggressive draft picks. And uh, I'm going to draft in that manner. Uh, Josh says, what is an otherwise unimportant Cardinals game you suggest to watch during all this? Uh, how about April 10th of last year when Marcel Lozuna dove up the wall? That's, that's the best one. Oh, Ryan, I miss Comet Coffee with Kyle on Sundays. Me too, Ryan. Uh, to my good friend Ryan over there at Comet Coffee, I-, I raised my glass of bourbon to him. He's a great man. Uh, the last time I saw him, he bought me coffee to show you how awesome of a dude he is. Uh, it- it's a pleasure talking with him and uh, greeting him whenever I get to see him at Comet, and I can't wait to have Comet back. Uh, I've been going on Saturdays and Sundays and getting coffee to go. And uh, I'm just ready. I'm ready to have comic back. I'm as ready to have comic back as I am ready to have baseball back. Noah Nelson says draft Bartolo. Yeah, don't worry. One of my one of those five picks will be Bartolo Cologne. Toon Dog says you're going to kick so much ass in the draft. I hope so. Look, I just want to make Cardinals fans happy. Like part of the reason why we're doing Prospect Matchmaker is this community that I love with all my heart. Even though I have. Uh, uh, somewhat of a, con- uh, a contentious relationship with it at a time. I love this community with every ounce of my, my being. I, I really do. Um, and I just want to provide some type of entertainment, some type of fun. So to be asked to be a part of this with the Prospects Live people who, as the pad people know, uh, I think higher of Prospects Live than I do Prospectus in America and Fangraphs. Uh, 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 they're the best. They're awesome. They do it better than anyone else does and they do it in a very unique way. And I love that. So to be asked to be a part of that in this unique experience uh in this wonderful display of like baseball camaraderie. Uh it, it, it's a truly is an honor. Uh and I hope that I can just bring some fun and excitement to Cardinals fans and we can learn about at least four or five different prospects that we might not other potential prospects that we might not otherwise know a lot about. Keeper, take a razor back. Uh if Kirsten hurt uh if, if, uh, uh Heston Kirstead rather if he fell to 21 which he won't uh, probably be a top ten pick. That'd be amazing. Josh Jones says the real flow asks us to not ask specific questions about day three, guys. Yeah, <laughs> uh, Jeff. Uh, from what I understand about Mr. Flores, uh, that he's he's pretty coy about all of it. Now, uh, maybe not as forward as someone like Jerry Depoto. Again, listen to the wheelhouse. Depoto says straight up, uh, without saying Nick Gonzalez's name, that if Nick Gonzalez drops drops to six, he's their guy, no doubt about it. Um, but he's not gonna drop to six. Uh, I think there's a situation where Detroit signs Nick Gonzalez for an underslot deal, knowing that some of the high school kids that, especially the high school pitchers might fall to the second round, uh, uh, that they might have to overpay for in the second round. I think that could happen. But uh, uh, that's really funny about Flores uh, to not ask specific questions about day three guys. Uh, if you want to ask questions about day three guys, I'm your man uh, because I, those are usually the guys that I love. Uh, Statler, Romary, Baird, Holba, uh, uh, Jack Owens, who didn't sign with the Cardinals last year. Uh, Zerion Sharp, who didn't sign with the Cardinals next year, last year. Uh, yeah, those are the guys that I end up liking. Intern Maddie, whoo! Adulting time. That's right. Uh, we don't really enjoy adulting, but we'll do it if we have to. Graham says, I'm sorry. What now? You know what I'm talking about, Graham. Uh, let's see. Jiggy says, even without crowds allowed, Bush will still sell out somehow. <laughs> I like that observation. That's good. Brad says, your beard is looking particularly stunning. Thank you. I'm trying to keep it up to date. Uh, I'm really trying to keep this thing in control, and it's really hard. Josh says, in theory, this this could be a way for MLB to gain popularity among people who wouldn't watch it otherwise. Yeah, again, get as many eyes as possible in front of baseball when there's nothing else going on. Uh, When we get back to business as usual as a country, we're just going to have as many entertainment options as possible. It it benefits the Cardinals now, it benefits baseball now, to get out as soon as possible as we've all binge-watched all we can on Netflix. We've all binge-watched all we can on Hulu and HBO and Showtime and obviously not YouPorn. I've still got about half of porn to get through. I've only gotten through half of that. Uh, that's what I get for having to work during all this. I probably could have polished YouPorn off like that. But, uh, uh, you know, like we've all binged everything. And at that point, the Michael Jordan documentary, documentary will be done. So, yes, there's going to be more eyes looking for more entertainment. So, yes, you could definitely grow the sport, uh, even if they're not coming to the stadium to watch it. Uh, Silver lining and all that. That's right. Again, we uh, here at Prospects After Dark, we're all about looking for the positives and the upside. Uh, We try not to um, uh, uh, we we try not to focus too much on the negative and the bad. We try to look at what we can gain, what we have gained and what's good and what we have. Uh, Let's see. Uh, G Brown says Clayton Beater out of Texas Tech is the arm that will develop. So, you know, Beater has history of arm issues. Uh, but, man, he was really starting to put it together. And he's one of those guys that has moved up the draft board. Uh, again, Cardinals have five picks, uh, four between 54 and 93. And I'd be lying to tell you if I wasn't targeting one of those spots. I'm not going to tell you which one, though, uh, especially because I know some of the people uh, who are going to be drafting or listening and watching Prospects After Dark right now. Kiefer says, I can only see this pad somehow getting to Kyle, repeatedly saying the MLB draft is a feral animal. Yeah, what did I ca- – oh, no, uh, what I used to call – um. Uh, the Major League ba- Baseball draft is a uh, – and it was a reference to the Decemberist, uh, a fickle mistress. Uh, uh, the MLB draft is a fickle mistress, I believe is what I used to say about the uh, uh, the MLB uh, draft. JT Ginn, the season on that injury squad. Yeah, you know, so again, there are a couple pitchers that are dealing with injuries. Now, Ginn's interesting too, right, because he, he would have been a draft el- – he is a draft-eligible sophomore who's going to get a medical redshirt and – I would see him being the kind of guy that if I'm the Detroit Tigers, I get, I I might think, so here's what, let me start over. If I'm the Detroit Tigers and I'm looking first overall, I think Spencer Torkelson is the best option there. Uh, If I'm looking at a pitcher, I'm Aza Lacey. But I don't personally think there's that much of a difference between Nick Gonzalez as a hitter and Spencer Torkelson. Now, I think Torkelson is definitely hands above. I I really do. Like, like, he's probably number one. But if I can save a million and a half, two million dollars, draft Gonzalez there, and then get Ginn uh, in the second round by giving him a huge bonus. I'm doing something like that because I think that Gonzalez is that good. I think that the top of the draft is that good and kind of interchangeable. I'm not a Martin guy. I, I said it in our group chat today. To me, Martin is the Dansby Swanson to uh, uh, Bregman, uh, which is Nick Gonzalez. That's that's how I feel. I think, I think Martin's going to have a good career. I think he's an outfielder, uh, potentially a corner outfielder, um, and uh, a really solid bat. But I, at first overall, I'm, I'm going Lacey, Torkels, Lacey or Torkelson, and if I, can, if I can jockey that bonus, I'm going Gonzalez. Uh, you're a great man from A-Side-L. Hello, A-Side-L, to you. Uh, amen, brother, to Ryan. VHS says, Kyle, tell us how you cook your steak. So uh, I live in an apartment, and I have a little grill, but I never use it. So what I do is uh, 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 the day before I cook a steak, I... Put a generous amount of salt on it. I put it in the refrigerator. When I get home from work, I take it out. I put it on the counter. It's usually about a pound, a half an inch thick, maybe an inch thick, depending. I get a uh, um, cast iron skillet, super hot, uh, uh, with some oil. I uh, put the steak on. I cover it for a minute, flip it, cover it again for a minute, take it off, wrap it in tin foil for about uh, 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 maybe two minutes or so. And then I eat it like that, and it's like perfectly medium rare. Uh, I need my cards from Den- Denise Duncan. Yeah, uh, I love the cards too, but uh, who's the best prospect? I'm the best prospect. I'm the best prospect. Who's the best draft prospect? Again, I think uh, 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 I think it's Torkelson in this draft. I- I'm, it's hard for me not to say Aza Lacy. I've become such a huge fan of, of his, watching him. Emerson Hancock's like the one guy that I think he's really good but he has that like Brady Singer feel to me where he might drop. He's not going to drop to 16th like Singer did Uh, maybe like eighth or ninth. I'm anxious to see if somehow Max Meyer moves over Emerson Hancock. I don't think it's going to happen, but there are so many interesting players in this draft. And that's the kind of point that I was trying to make. Like once you get past Gonzalez, uh, you know, uh, Gonzalez, Lacey, probably Hancock, uh, Torkelson and Martin in the top five, you're talking about like five to maybe 25 of players that are pretty interchangeable and pretty good. It just depends on what you like uh, and what kind of, if you can sign them. And then when you get from like 26, in my opinion to about 80, there's a lot of like a lot of value in there. And it's just about defining what suits you as an organization. I'm, I feel so fortunate and I'm going to be underneath the gun between picks 54 and 70, the three picks that I have 54, 63 and 70 tomorrow at uh, the prospects live draft. Uh, Trevor Hoof, Trevor Huth says, if Detroit doesn't take torque, I'll cry real tears. I understand that, too. And I'll be honest, if I'm a Detroit Tigers fan, I'd be pretty disappointed, too, if uh, I didn't get to um... – like, Torkelson, he's a lot of fun. And he's, he's a better first baseman than he's giving credit for, I think, at least – uh, he's way more athletic than he's given for two. I'll tell you what, I don't think there's any way he's six foot one. I think he's listed at six foot one, 200. He looks like a monster. I don't think there's any way that he's that small. Uh, but he's, he's athletic and he has a, a transformative bat potentially with power to all fields. So yeah, look, I, I'm overthinking it with what I was saying about Gonzalez and maybe signing, uh, drafting and signing again, uh, with the second pick for Detroit. Uh, I, I would, I, if I'm a Detroit Tigers fan and if I'm the Detroit Tigers, I'm probably taking Torkelson. Uh, G Brown says, do you think the MLB should allow draft picks to be traded? I do. It's something that I would love to see. And I hope that they do uh, uh, in one of these collective bargaining agreements. I think it would be really interesting to see how that would go. Dan Sarr, my good friend, Dan Sarr. Dan, I raised my glass of uh, 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 four roses to you, sir. I love you, bud. I miss you. I hope you and everyone is do- are doing particularly well. A. Roth 16 says, would you draft a high school pitcher even if he's best available? Yeah, absolutely I would. Yeah, Um, I don't think uh, in the first round of this draft, even with uh, the concerns you have because the high school season didn't really get started. Um, uh, but like, I, I would still draft whoever the best available player is. And if it's Abel or if it's Kelly or if it's Bitsco, I'm drafting one of those three. Uh, no doubt about it. I just don't care. If, if the, the research that I've done shows that they're good, I'm not worried about it. Uh, I have to have faith in my ability to develop them. Uh, more so than anything I think if you're talking about like when you get to when you get past those like top 10 or 15 uh, high school pitchers um maybe that's that when you get past those like top 5 or 10 high school pitchers then maybe you you rethink that but there's a reason why those guys are at the top of the draft class and you try not to get too cute with it Uh, NASCAR in a couple weeks is going to have its highest ratings ever that's right G Brown great point March Hayden says empty stadiums game sounds like a Pirates home game in August uh, 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 Florida Marlins game in August. Uh, Miami Marlins. Kiefer Dean Roach. Have you watched any of the show Players League? No, I have not. I don't even know how to find it, unfortunately. Dan says that's not true. You can never finish binge watching Netflix. Uh, you're probably right, Bud. Luke, uh, Luke Flush, What's up, uh, No chance. Comesh gets it right, anyways. He screws up everything. Uh, and remember, everyone, the commission is just an extension of the owners, and the owners screw up everything. It seems like as does the their their figurehead. Iowan X, Derek, what's up? Will you watch the South Korea baseball games if ESPN airs them? If I can find them on my television, I'll watch them. If they're easy to find on the television, I'll watch them. Everything else techno- technologically, wa- technologically, technology-wise, is way too confusing for me. You should see me try to navigate MLB the show. I only know how to get to franchise. I. It was a miracle that I could create pad jerseys. Uh, and uh, that's how. That's how dumb I am jiggies says only half of you porn what an amateur i know i'm embarrassed look if i had been quarantined and i didn't have to work i can promise you i would have cleaned up i would have been all the way through it i would have been all the way through it i want to focus on the negative personally i love you dan you're the best um martin says how much are high school prospects hurt by not having a senior season you know, uh, it seems like every farm director I've heard talk about it, every GM I've heard talk about it, uh, the experts I've heard talk about it, they all say that for this draft, they're not hurt that much. Now, uh, you, you do have to worry about some of them, but especially at the high end, you're not so worried about the, the high school prospects. It's when you get a little bit further uh, that, that maybe you have to be a little bit more concerned. It's some of those uh, Team USA guys, the 18U kids, uh, that, you know, they're the last 18U tournament. Uh, might have hurt or absolutely uh, aided their stock you know guys like that maybe you have to be a little bit more cautious with but at the top of the draft I don't think and maybe I'm maybe I'm wrong here but I don't think at the top of the draft uh, uh, the missed season helps or hurts them Uh, but it's going to be interesting to see what teams try to do as far as signing kids goes like the I don't know if it's necessarily the high school issue I just think it's not understanding, from my viewpoint, not understanding what the uh, the landscape looks like from a signability standpoint. Hey, I used to be fly uh, Jeff Niehaus, Voltron, Defenders of the Universe. Yeah, Jeff Niehaus, who gives me those superstars. Jeff, you're you're a great man. Uh, Defenders of the Universe, is that on Netflix? I'll watch that. Look, I'm, I'm about the cartoon line. I'm a fucking cartoon character myself. Trevor Holt says, I'm out on Martin also. Yeah, you know, if I had a top five pick, I'd be okay drafting him. I just don't think you take him first overall. I I think he's athletic. I think he's a good player. I just like the other options better. That's my own personal viewpoint. Uh, look, um, Kyle Glasser for Baseball America. I you know if you read his prospect chats, uh, and everyone knows that the reason I like Kyle Glazer Glasser, Kyle Glazer, is because he views prospects the same way that I do. He understands how hard it is to have an impact major leaguer. He understands how rare it is for a minor leaguer to even make a major league debut. And you know the way that he's always said, for as long as I've been following Baseball America and Kyle Glazer, uh, he always says, "Don't scout the profile, scout the player." Uh, uh, and he said it on the last podcast I listened to. You guys know me; I don't listen to that many podcasts, but I listened to the last Baseball America podcast, and he said that. And that's what it is with Martin. I, I like the player. I'm not a profile guy. That's why I'm not a huge fan, uh, relatively speaking, of Trajan Fletcher. He's a top 20 prospect in the Cardinals organization. Has the potential to be a top prospect in the Cardinals organization. He's just far away. I see the profile. I'd rather scout the player and talk about the player. Uh, seed, Seedley. Sorry, uh, A-Side L. my seedly, Seedley. 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 I'm going to try. Mark The MLB draft will probably be on ESPN since nothing is going on. Emily Roth, you don't eat milk steak uh, boiled over hard with a side of raw jelly beans. Uh, I would if the opportunity presented itself, but I probably just burn everything. I like where your hats, your heads at, Emily. Uh, who would you most want to see Yachty play for if he leaves? You know, I know a lot of the sentimental is uh, he goes to the Angels and plays with Pujols. I'm fine with that. Look, I I'm not a sentimental person. I, I like I have I have sentiment. You know, like I I am a, I am a bit sentimental, but I'm not as sentimental as most. And I don't really care if he decides not to be a Cardinal and he goes and plays for the Cubs. I'm fine with it. It doesn't bug me. I didn't mind. Um, uh, B love says, did I remember to sign up for a prospect matchmaker or am I forgetful B love? I don't think you did. Uh, you won't have one tonight, but we'll get you one. I'll make a little note about B love. Uh, but yeah, you know, I didn't hate Jim Edmonds when he went to the Cubs or to the Brewers and I'm not going to hate Yadier Molina. If he were to follow that same track, I just, I don't care. I love the players and I'm just happy we get to watch them when we get to watch them. March Hayden finished watching Ozark. I really appreciate them mentioning the Cards Cup rivalry a lot. Yeah, I finished Ozark too. I watched three seasons of it. It's a great show. A lot of twists and turns. The end of season one, I think is fantastic. Uh, The entire show is good, but the end of season one, I thought was really good. Um, And I'm anxious to see what season four looks like. If we ever get a season four Trevor host says uh, the Tigers have a huge pool. They can take torque and get into that's my dream. That'd be awesome. It could happen. Oh, my good friend, Matt Thompson, who we were talking about with the prospect live draft tomorrow, Matt, all we've really talked about so far is the prospect live draft in uh, porn, as you might suspect. Um, uh, he asked, on a scale of 1 to 10, how prepared are you for the PL draft tomorrow night? Look, I'm the type of person that no matter how prepared I am, I always feel like I'm underprepared. So I feel like I'm at a 3 or a 4 in preparedness. Although in reality, I'm probably like an 8 or a 9. Uh, but I can tell you that when, when we get to the draft tomorrow, I will be... As prepared for that as I've ever been for anything in my life, because I want to do the Prospect Live people right. I want to do right by the other 29 people drafting for the other 29 major league organizations. Uh, And I I want to do it for Cardinal Nation, for Cardinal Twitter, and I want to do it for Prospect Live people. Because, uh, And Matt, I can't stress this enough, uh, as I've been saying over and over throughout uh, 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 Prospects After Dark tonight. Uh, I love the Prospects Live people more than I love the Baseball America or the Baseball Prospectus or the Fan Graphs or, you know, uh, uh, more than anyone. I think you guys, what you do is amazing, and I think it's wonderful. And uh, one thing that really drew me to Birds on the Black, and the reason I love Cardinals Gifts more than any other man on Earth that isn't a family member, uh, is because it was about uniting a community. And what you guys are doing at Prospects Live uh, tomorrow at the draft, again, 7.45 Central Time, uh, you'll be able to periscope uh, Mr. Thompson and Mr. Uh, uh, Lipschitz. They're, they're going to be doing a live Periscope with commenting on it all. You're going to want to check that out. But you guys are helping to facilitate this wonderful connectivity between a community. Uh, uh, as uh, And I love that. And I feel honored and humbled and privileged to be a part of it. And I just want to do everyone right. So I'm, I'm super excited. And I know that's a very long way of getting to a, a short question. Uh, but yeah, man, I, I'm excited and I'm humbled and I can't wait for it. Uh, VHS loves Four Roses. I know, buddy. Look, I'll, I'll raise my glass to you too. Big ol' Buck says, I'm elite at MLB The Show. Just draft me. I'll bring us a winner. I will, bud. I will. I am terrible at MLB The Show. I've got it on, like, the weakest level. And I, hit, I score, like, 22 runs a game. And I am perfectly happy with it. Uh, VHS, are we sending love to, to roses? Love for roses. Uh, G. Brown, opinions on Max Meyer. Uh, rare to see studs from school that far north. Yeah, but it's a little different when you're talking about collegiate players. You know, it, it's definitely, like... It's definitely rare, but, you know, just because he's from Minnesota, uh, the University of Minnesota, doesn't – you know, the collegiate – let me start over. The collegiate part of it changes the entire conversation. My opinions on him is I think that if he was two and a half inches taller, uh, he'd be definitely ahead of Emerson Hancock. Uh, uh, I think his stuff is nasty. I think the progressions that he's made over the last year uh, skill-wise are evident even in just four starts. And and, uh, I'll be honest, if I was drafting, he'd be higher. I'll be honest with you, he's higher on my draft board than Emerson Hancock is. And that's not to like beat up on Emerson Hancock. I just like the overall upside of Meyer more. That's that's just me. And I will also tell everybody because I'm focused on the 21st spot in the draft uh, that those first 10 picks that I'm pretty confident like Meyer will be a part of. uh, uh, 10, 12. I I almost, I would almost guarantee he's not there when I draft at 21. So I'm not as worried about him as I am. You know, I've I've kind of dismissed him and Gonzalez and Torkelson and Martin and Hancock uh, and a couple others, but I'm not going to get into that. We'll leave it there, uh, hoping that there's one guy in particular that I really want to fall that I think has the potential to fall, uh, but we're going to have to wait and see. But yeah, uh, I like him a lot, and whoever gets him is, is is has a stud in my opinion. Noah Nelson, late rounds. I wish we signed more Missouri guys typically cards fans built in loyalty. But yeah, uh, remember Noah Nelson. over the last couple of years, Missouri guys have been a lot of Juco guys. Uh, the head coach whose name I can't think of right now. Cause I'm a fucking idiot. Uh, he's done a great job of bringing in Juco guys and transfers. So that kind of, that kind of skews it. But yeah, look, I, I I'm with you. Uh, there's a senior at Mizzou Zimmerman. I'd like to see him. Trey Dillard. I, I like Ian Bedell, honestly, like, I'd be happy with the Cardinals spending a fourth-round pick on Ian Bedell or a third-round pick on Ian Bedell, depending on what's available there, of course. Um, uh, you know, Trey Diller in a seventh or eighth-round pick on. Like, uh, there's a lot of a lot of options out there. Uh, by the way, I don't think he's going to get drafted uh, tomorrow in the prospects live draft. Uh, uh, and now I can't think of the guy's first name because I'm an idiot. But uh, the USC third baseman/slash first baseman/slash outfielder O'Gwin. There's never been a more Randy Flores player in this draft. Uh, he's, he's got a little surprise pop. He's probably not as good of a fielder as he's capable of being. Comes from USC. Uh, bigger size than most Randy Flores guys, but uh, Mr. O'Gwynn from USC. I'd be willing to bet that the Cardinals spell. I'm willing to bet that if he's there in the fourth round, that's the Cardinals pick. Uh, sup, baby? Hey, be love. How are you, bud? Uh, a Heck Ross says. How do you think? Who do you think has a higher ceiling? Uh, Kisner or Herrera, uh, Herrera, he, you know, he's, think about it this way. Herrera and Kisner have been catching for about the same amount of time. Uh, and Kisner's four and, uh, is four years older than Herrera. You're talking about a 19 year old who's still building into his body, who still has a good hit tool. Uh, the ceiling question is kind of a joke to me. Uh, but it, it's almost undoubtedly Avon Herrera. Now that's us not take away from Kisner. Uh, There was a time when if you would have asked me the same question about Kisner and Kelly, the answer would have been Kisner over Kelly for sure. So just to give you some perspective on what Andrew Kisner is capable of if following the same type of uh, question to a projection, uh, uh, projecting out. You know, Andrew Kisner has the potential to be an all-star. He has the potential to be a a, a perennial all-star, if we're being honest. I just think that when you're talking about Ivan Herrera, you're talking about somebody, a 19-year-old kid who has the potential to be the catching version of Edgar Renteria. IONX says, Have you talked about the rumor of no minor league baseball this year? Uh, I have to I have to kind of recuse myself from the talk about minor league baseball. Uh, this is what I think is gonna happen. I think that what's you know, there was some there were some conflicting reports that came out earlier in the week. Uh, one was that the minor league season was canceled and players were being told. And the other one was uh, refuted that. The other one said that the minor league season's going to happen. Well, the other one said that it hasn't been canceled yet. Uh, what I think we might end up seeing is I don't. You, taking a step back, it benefits the major league clubs to have some form of minor league baseball happening, right? Uh, and it also benefits them to have minor league baseball going in these small towns uh, and, and minor league baseball towns, of course. I think that the reason it has been canceled is Major League Baseball would like to have as much control over that as possible, and they're still uh, involved in ongoing negotiations with the MILB for a PBA. So it's not canceled yet because there isn't a reason to do that. Uh, not until they come to a, an agreement between the two is it worth even like broaching that. Now, remember, the PBA between MILB and MLB is after this season. Uh, so... You know, to say that it's not worth blah, 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 but they had a very constructive meeting earlier in the week. Uh, they, they seem to be progressing towards an agreement, and I would suspect that with baseball not happening right now, there isn't an urgency to come to a conclusion there. Um, what I will say is I think that the middle ground here is more than likely uh, the minor league players get sent to their spring training facilities, uh, a certain amount of them. Those guys are quarantined, quote unquote, on campus uh, uh, and playing on the backfields you know, maybe we'll say a hundred players. Uh, and uh, they're, well, it's not minor league baseball. It's at the spring training facilities, completely controlled with the option of having those guys going and moving uh, in a controlled uh, dome-like setting uh, in case a major league call-up is needed. Uh, anyone else? 43 says, you saw you're a Tool fan as well. I love you. Yeah, look, so I was telling, Um. Uh, hello, Cousin Charlie, a la Moses, I was telling Gifts this uh, earlier, you know. I in high school, all I listened to was like the Red Hot Chili Peppers and Incubus and Tool and Tupac, uh uh and Wu-Tang clan a little bit, uh, Goody Mob, um, uh Nar- uh uh, uh CeeLo Green before he was Garles Barkley. Uh like that's all I listened to. And to be honest, in the last couple of years I haven't listened to Tool, and it wasn't until Gifts uh uh posted a little picture Fredbert holding up a sign that was blurred that says, uh, prying open my third eye, I think, uh, that I was like, you know, I haven't listened to Tool in forever, and I listened to Tool all day today, and I felt whole again, and I know that's a weird thing to say, and I know it's dramatic, uh, but I've been in a really bad spot lately, mentally, and uh, uh, that seemed to make things click back in place for me. Uh, especially in regards to our fun little community. And I feel whole for the first time in quite some time. And it's because of Tool. And I love Tool. So to Tool and to anyone else 43, I raise my glass. Mmm. Sweaty Teddy, how are you, bud? I hope your quiche is delicious. Kind of like Sarah says, Ky- Hello, Kyle. You are good at what you do. Thank you very much. Ethan Hetty says, Another college arm for cards? Or do we go high school back for upside? I'm telling you, uh, I feel pretty confident, Ethan Hetty, that in the first round, the Cardinals will take whoever is number one on their board. I don't think it matters if it's a, a high school pitcher, a high school fielder, a collegiate pitcher, or a collegiate position player. Uh, I don't think it matters. I think they're going to take whoever's number one on their board. That's the Randy Flores philosophy. He did it in 2016, 2018, and 2019. Uh, the player who fell to them is who they drafted. Remember, in 2017, they didn't have a first or a second-round pick. They drafted... a. Uh, uh, um, Scott Hurst with their first pick, 96 overall. So, yes, their first pick is going to be whoever. Whoever is best available, I know that. It's just depending on who that pick is, I think you're talking about picks 54, 63, 70, and 93 being a complete roll of the dice. And I think that whoever gets drafted uh, at, at, uh, uh, at 21 kind of dictates where they go. Now, now to give you an example, uh, a player that I know isn't going to be there. Uh, at, at 21, just to give you an idea where my mind frame is on all this, I, let's just say Zach Bean, like Zach Bean, isn't going to be there at 21, but say that they drafted Zach Bean. You're talking about a high school outfielder. I wouldn't be surprised if I, I would almost guarantee that at 54, they'd go collegiate sure thing. Uh, I'm not going to give a name because I'm, there's a couple guys there that I really like. Um, and I'm really hoping that someone falls into the 21st round. I've got a specific person in in mind. Uh, I bet that they go safe at 54, and I bet that at 63 they take whoever the best available is on their board. And I think there's precedence for that. You look back at Nolan Gorman. Uh, now, think about it this way. In 2018, the Cardinals drafted Nolan Gorman, and then they drafted Griffin Roberts, and then they drafted Luke and Baker. Now, what did we have? We had uh, a prospect who fell to them, uh, who had questions about his bat that, by the way, haven't really gone away. Uh, and then, then they drafted Griffin Roberts, who was a reliever at the collegiate level until his junior year, who was a hot shot starting pitcher for Wake Forest his junior year with maybe the best pitch in that draft, a, a wipeout slider. And then Lucan Baker, who had a bunch of question marks uh, and had potential to be an aggressive power bat if uh, the health came together. So I, I, what I'm telling you is I think that first with their first pick, they're going to draft whoever was to at the top of their board. And then after that, I think it's a complete crapshoot depending on what the landscape looks like. And I love that. I love that. Uh, Last year, the Cardinals did a good job of drafting for need. They needed collegiate pitchers. I hate that they drafted a bunch of collegiate pitchers in a draft that was weak on collegiate pitchers. I've heard uh, Randy Flores talk about zigging when other people zag. That's a concern for me because if that's the case, then that means that they're not going to be aggressive about drafting any college pitchers this year because this is the best draft for college pitchers depth-wise that I've followed in quite some time. Uh, uh, When I think that at 54 in particular, there's a couple pitchers that they would be – that are going to be on the board that they do well to pick up. Uh, so that's what I think happens there. Keeper, are you announcing our prospect players here, or will we get a DM? So I'll announce them, uh, and we'll do it here once I get to the end of the questions in like five minutes, and then uh, gifts will we'll send you uh, you know, I'm not really sure how it's going to go, but I'm going to announce it, and we'll figure it out from there. G. Brown, I feel like a lot of minor league teams would collapse without a season. There's a very good chance that that happens, G. Brown. Uh, you know, that extra uh, – yeah, there's a very good chance that that happens. Hack Muff, our good friend in Arizona, I raised my glass to Hack Muff. If only one fan was allowed per stadium during the MLB season, who do you pick for STL and why? Um, Dan McLaughlin would be the one. Not because he announces it, but because he's the biggest fanboy that I know. No, um, who would be the one? You know, uh, there's a there's a woman who uh, is, is a big part of the Birds on the Black community. Uh, her name's Lisa Lowe. Uh, I think she goes by Loch Ness Monster. She is she's a great mom uh, and, and a great person. And she'd be the one that I'd want to go to every Cardinal game. She has a great uh, a great way of using StubHub to her advantage, and she'd be the one. Uh, that, that's who I would pick. I know it's completely out of the blue, but she's just a wonderful person, and that's who I'd pick. Uh, uh, yeah. Keeper Dean Roach. My partner is talking about the TV show Hannibal, and if I recall, you love that show. The first two seasons of Hannibal are wonderful. I don't really remember the third one. What Hannibal on NBC did that is amazing is a, it pushed the limit of a network television show. And also it's stylized nature. Uh, uh, The the cinematography, the shots, it was beautiful. The way it used food uh, 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 and, and stop motion. Like that is just a wonderful show, especially for a network. I like network shows that do something completely different. Hannibal was different. I liked Lucifer a lot when Lucifer was on network. Haven't watched it since it's been on Netflix, not for any reason. I'll get to it eventually. Um, oh god damn it um uh sorry um uh, yeah it's a it's a great television show that if you can watch you should watch uh the acting is really good miles michael uh, miles michaelson mads mickelson she's miles michaelson and i can't even get that right miles Michaelis, mads mickelson i'm an asshole uh by the way now miles Michaelis, uh, uh his nickname is hannibal Oh, I'm such an idiot. Uh, kind of like Sarah, hey. Trade for Tate Matheny. He becomes a catching version of Colby Rasmus. Mike Matheny forever. Uh, Jeff House to Tool. Trade up for Torkelson, says Hackmuff. If only, Hackmuff. We talked about Torkelson. Uh, I think you're going to be happy when you find out that Torkelson goes first overall. Shoulder deep within the borderline. Uh, now we're talking. See, now we're talking. A shout out to Steve Bean, oh, good for you. Steve Bean was part of the Edgar Renteria tree. Holy shit, I didn't know that. That's great. I was given a delish half avocado today, now that we're talking. I gotta tell you, uh, there's a spot in West County called uh, uh, Sixth Street Cafe, and I work in West County. Uh, If You have to spend your money in the city because I love the city and all the places are unique, but I work in West County and there's this great place called the Sixth Street Cafe uh, on Clayton Road, and I get uh, avocado toast from them every morning now, and it's got salmon on it, smoked salmon, uh, with red onions and capers, and it's amazing. And uh, So yes, I agree with you, avocado is wonderful. Um, By the way, in the last two weeks, I had a pad person pay for my coffee at Starbucks, someone in front of me, uh, in line, which was incredible, Uh, humbling. And then the first time about a month ago when I went to Six North Cafe, a pad person uh, paid for my coffee in line there. Uh, Both of them said, uh, left a little message with the pay that they love the show. Uh, uh, So again, the most humbling moments of my life that I haven't even mentioned because I haven't really been on Twitter that much. To the people who have bought me breakfast and coffee these last couple mornings, you know, twice in the last month, uh, I raised my glass. The pad people are incredible. That's why this uh, amazing community is nothing but a heartwarming experience uh, uh, and why you guys are all so great. Jesus, we're almost an hour in and we haven't done Matchmaker. Steel, what's up, bud? Oh, hey, Steele. How, how's Tegan doing, bud? And your wife. Uh, Gifts, I miss your brother and hope you're well. Me too. The Last Kingdom on Netflix is the most underrated show. Last Kingdom. Write it down motherfuckers. uh does anyone remember mama lucy uh, mama lucia's pizza's delicious used to be used to fly the l Sons of the lambs hannibal or a team hannibal uh i don't know what that means to be honest i was gonna try something and i couldn't noah stelson says tv the leftovers just fantastic i couldn't get into the leftovers uh I, I thought i thought lindelof uh i'm not a big lindelof guy i thought he did a good job on watchmen uh, but uh, uh, I, I could not get into The Leftovers. It just didn't do it for me. The problem with someone like me is I really love and embrace uh, the abyss, uh, the dark side of this world. So when when a show gets lauded, and I didn't realize, now, when a show gets praised and is lauded for being like uh, uh, a tutoric into the soul of human during loss, like, that's just my life. Like, that's my personality. So I don't, like, it doesn't wow me or shock me or uh, move me the way that it moves other people. Uh, it's it's just kind of like business as usual for me, so it usually doesn't get me. Uh, and that's why the leftovers didn't resonate with me. But I will say this about the leftovers. The acting in it is amazing. Kiefer, does anyone want watch Better Call Saul? There's a Keith McDonald mentioned the, le- the latest season on Netflix. Uh, Kiefer, I've watched seasons one through three, and my plan once we get through the draft for Prospects Live tomorrow is I'm going to put down seasons four and five like that. Uh Jay, hey, Jay Ferg, what's up, brother? Let me flip it off to you, bud. Let me flip it off to you. Uh welcome to Prospects After Dark. Uh Hackmuff says Torkelson won't fall to the Cardinals. Duh. But Harvard definitely could be there at 50-ish. Yeah, look, uh, there's a uh there's a chance that uh Halver could be there at 50, there's a chance at 54, there's a chance he could be there at 63, there's a chance that uh Mr. Workman might find his way to 54 or 63, maybe even to 70 if things get weird. Uh, there's, there's a couple options there. Uh, Akilah Williams, you know, I think there's a chance that he could fall to 54. I don't think it happens. Uh, Alika Williams. Sorry. I'm an idiot. Uh, I don't think it happens, but, uh, it could happen. You know, it just depends. He, he makes a ton of contact. He's kind of soft hitting. He's a great defender, but you just never know. Look at this draft. And I'm telling you between 26 and 75 to 80, it's really interchangeable and it's going to be a lot of fun to see where those guys land. Josh, if you're in science, if you're into science shows minefield is totally free on YouTube minefield I'm into it Josh thank you mine field I'm writing it down I love it I'm all about uh, I'm all about shows mind m-i-n-d oh uh, let's see food Tammy's first day uh, kind of like Sarah says you should watch platform if you're into fucked up shit you know I am platform oh my god I'm gonna have all these shows Uh, What's your favorite show you're watching recently? Look, I I just put down Ozark. Uh, I just put down Tiger King. I thought Tiger King was fine. It was whatever. Um, Again, I work with Hoosiers out in West County. I'm a construction worker. I work with Hoosiers. There wasn't, other than the Tigers uh, and Murder, uh, which you can find anywhere, really, except for the Tigers, Uh, uh, there wasn't anything there that was really shocking to me. All those guys just seem like guys that I work with, to be honest. Uh, So Ozark is what I've watched. Uh, Homicide Life on the Streets. So, um... Uh, homicide life on the streets is pretty much the show that predates the wire uh it was written it was based off of a book written by david simon who was the guy who wrote and uh created the wire it was on nbc when i was a kid i used to go to my grandma's house on friday night with my parents my grandma would cook a big meal we'd eat and we'd watch homicide life on the streets as a preteen i love that show uh, i found it online i've been watching it online uh, andre brower plays uh detective pembleton uh, who, Andre Brower, is fucking amazing. And the reason that that started is I was watching Brooklyn Nine-Nine, which is a fine show. It's okay. Like, it's not as funny as you would hope, but it's mindless television. It's fine. Uh, uh, but, yeah, Brooklyn Nine-Nine, Homicide Life on the Streets from the early 90s, mid-90s, which is, to be honest with you, a surprisingly progressive show for uh, a network television show uh, in the mid to late ni- 90s, we'll just say. Uh, I, You know, when I say progressive, I mean socially progressive. That's not a political statement. It's just saying that, like, you know they don't demean women and there's strong women female characters and there's a lot of talk about the gay community but not in a negative way or in a hateful way like it's kind of a progressive show for a network show from the mid 90s in my opinion and besides that it's just kind of a fun very well acted show uh, that reminds me of my childhood so suck it uh, I would love workman for the cards uh, look this this one I'll say about gage workman cardinals love switch hitters uh, they love guys with athletic frames they have a tendency to get the most out of players that might not profile uh, uh, like diamonds to other organizations. I'll be honest with you. Between that 54 and 93 group, I have Gage Workman targeted. Uh, CardsFan02, or 022, uh, says, a 4th of July opening day would be amazing. I was thinking about that today. You know, I I think about, I was thinking about 4th of July Cardinals baseball coming back uh, uh, then, and it got me thinking about Jack Buck uh, with his poem after 9/11 and there's just something uh, you know baseball so ingrained in the American spirit to the American community so to, to to have baseball come back on the 4th of July weekend I think would be symbolic on a way that only baseball could ever be symbolic uh, from a cultural standpoint. Oh God. Uh afterlife. after Pardon me. Afterlife is a good watch on Netflix. If you haven't watched already, I wrote it down as I was talking a second ago. I got to get some water. I'm sorry. Uh,
1: kind of like Sarah says, Simon
0: Wire works are wonderful. There we go. Tiger King, man. Blackness, seriously, Kyle, I'm crying. Thanks. Yeah, look, uh, look, I got to meet you last year. My brother staff bought tickets for the, the green seats. I got to meet you. You're a wonderful person, and I mean every single word of it. I I truly, truly mean every single word of it, and I think that you would really appreciate the experience, and you were just the first person that came to my mind. Are you a Seinfeld fan from G. Brown? I am a Seinfeld fan, but I'm not like one of those crazy Seinfeld fans. Uh, I I like the show. I used to watch it all the time with my brother, Michael, who loved and loved it, Uh, and uh, yeah, I think it's great. Brooklyn Nine-Nine, yes, yes, it's good what it is. All right, so here's what we're going to do. We're going to get into Prospect Matchmaker. I'm going to try to keep up uh, as best as we can. Uh, again, most of these Prospects. No, the other thing about Prospect Matchmaker this time around is we are going to have people that are sharing prospects. Um, I didn't want to do it that way, but truth be told, like, y- you know, uh, uh, of course, right as Ralph Lifshitz uh, jumps in. Ralph, look, we've been talking about uh, 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 the Prospect Live draft that everyone is going to be a part of tomorrow. Uh, uh, the pad people will definitely be uh, – in audience and we're really excited about it i i I can't tell you how excited i am we've been ranting on and on but we're gonna get to prospect matchmaker right now Uh, again uh, i didn't i was gonna dig deep into the cardinal system and like assign some of you guys players uh uh that uh you know may or may not be awesome to hear yeah i'm telling you ralph we're really excited about it anyways you guys are gonna share prospects also they're not as personal as they were the last time we did it and the reason is because we haven't had baseball in two months and when it came to me uh, skeezing on your Twitter profile. There's a lot of political Twitter in there that I did not feel like sorting through. Uh, so instead, uh, I'm just going to get right into it as questions. Keep populating questions. Keep having them come up. But uh, uh, we're going to get right to the list. Uh, first off on our, our list, uh, Jeff Wells at MLB Trades. Uh, can we trade prospects from Keeper Dean Roach? No, you can't. You can't. I'm sorry about that, Keeper. But you're going to be happy with yours. Uh, MLB Trades gets, gets Nolan Gorman. Uh, you know, sorting through his, uh, Jeff Wells, uh, I, it can only be Nolan Gorman. I didn't want to give Nolan Gorman. Uh, we gave Nolan Gorman uh, the last time. Uh, that's a double up, but it's the only way it can be. Uh, G. Brown, I'll take Steven, Steve Gendry, a rec uh, G. Brown, you got to slide into my DMs and let me know. Um, Matt Thompson for Prospects Live. Now, I gave Matt Thompson Mateo Gill. And the reason I gave Matt Thompson Mateo Gill is what I think Prospects Live excels at is finding athletes, highlighting how good the athletes are, and predicting how good they will be. Like that's one of the reasons, one of the many, many reasons why I love Prospects Live is their ability to highlight athletes uh, and and project them out for how talented they're capable of being. So that's why Matt Thompson gets Mateo Gill. Uh, there's just you know. Mateo Gill is a perfect Matt Thompson prospect. and, and when when I put Mateo Gill on the Dirty 35, uh, Matt and I talked about it a little bit. It just seemed like a great fit. Uh, while wow, gonna be discussing this in the next CBA. That's funny. Uh, Brandon Hayes, uh, Bronson Hayes. So uh, Bronson, you and I talk about Bartolo Colon all the time. Uh, and you know, finding a short, stout, left-handed pitcher isn't really easy these days. Everyone's in great shape. But the closest that I could come is Ricardo Sanchez. Uh, one of the pro- the prospects that the Cardinals just claimed off of waivers uh, from Seattle. So uh, Bronson Hayes gets Ricardo Sanchez. Now, Riley White, the real RW22. Uh, I give you Todd Lott, uh, the uh, uh, draft pick out of Louisiana Lafayette from last year, outfielder slash first baseman. And the reason I did is, you know, I was looking through your, your profile and you liked Super athletic outfielders. And it seemed like all the outfielders that you were talking about had really short, compact swings. Uh, and that's why I gave you Todd Lott. Uh, Trevor Hook. Uh, writes for Pitchers List. does some work for our good friends at Prospects Live. I gave you Trajan Fletcher. And it's as simple as, and you're going to have to share Trajan, uh, uh, but it's as simple as that's who you wanted. So you got him. It's just that simple. I tried. I want people to be happy and I want people to enjoy uh, but also, when you and I were on uh, uh, Meet Me at Unusual with C70, we were talking about prospects, and I could tell that you really like Trajan Fletcher. Like, you believe in that athletic profile. Uh, and you should – you stump for him then. You should be able to associate with him moving forward. Uh, LB trades. Uh, that's right. Uh, Rick Sanchez dimension C37. Uh, that's right. That's right. Uh, uh, let's see. Okay, so Sean Gransky. Now, Sean – Uh, Let's see. Let me make sure I did it right. I've got the list here. Uh, Sean Gransky, 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 and Randall Rhodes are both getting Pedro Pajes. Now, the reason that Randall Rhodes is being assigned Pedro Pajes is Randall loves Buffalo Trace. And I looked at the prospects and I thought, who's the prospect that's most like a Buffalo? And it is Pedro Pajes. Uh, I'm also giving Sean Gransky, Pedro Pajes. Because I think that you know Sean is kind of like a worker, and he's a, he's kind of a monster in like the best way possible, and so is Pedro Páez. So that's why. Uh, uh, let's see if I can find it. Uh, Randall Rhodes and Sean Gransky both get uh, Pedro Páez. Uh, Danger Master, hey, what's up, Danger Master? Uh, the Bazer seventy eight says you must be full of ideas behind your head. No, I've got n- I've got no ideas. I'm a fucking moron. I'm basically just a brick wall. Uh, full of nothing, nothingness. I am the void to look to look within to. I'm late to the party to Maggie, Maggie Ladley. Maggie, since you're here, I'm just going to go ahead and give her your prospect. Uh, you popped on up. Maggie, you get Johan Oviedo. Now, I tried to pair you with a prospect that was most like Al, but there aren't as any prospects in the Cardinals organization that are as much of a delightful disaster as Al is. I thought about Griffin Roberts. Uh, uh, he's kind of constantly in trouble. I thought about Perry De La Valle, who's also suspended. Uh, but you get Johan Oviedo, Maggie. Uh, I think you're wonderful, and that's all I have to say about that. Uh, where are where are why? I don't know. I wasn't here early, uh, but what was the reasoning for me and Gorman? I'm super excited for MLB trades. So I just looked through. I looked through your stuff, and like I tried. I tried to find a match, and honestly, like I didn't want to give Nolan Gorman. I gave Nolan Gorman the last round. Uh, I wasn't gonna double up prospects. I decided to double up prospects, and like. The only option for you was Nolan Gorman. No matter how hard I tried, it just, it was always Nolan Gorman every time I looked. And and that's why. And it's just that simple. Hex, I'm glad that you're here. A delightful disaster is the best way to, to sum me up. Now, Hex, I was looking and I was looking and I was looking. And, you know, the reason we call you Hex is because of your number and what it represents on the color spectrum and all that stuff. Now, I only bring that up because I think that you can understand and appreciate a deep dive. And that's why I gave you Michael Baird. Michael Baird, he's kind of a big boy, a kind of unique unto himself, as is your Twitter handle and why we call you uh, a Hex. Uh, and it's just like, Michael Baird screamed to me to you. And I, I don't really have a reason for it. I think that you can appreciate a prospect drafted in the mid-20 rounds uh, and fully embrace him, even though, you know, there's no telling what his future will be. And that had a lot to do with it, too. I, I respect you for that. So that's why. Uh, let's see. Delightful Disaster. Ralph joined. Uh, so let me let me scratch these off as I go along. Sorry, guys. I'm pretty stupid when it comes to this. Trevor. Oh, so uh, while well, I said Trevor, uh, Rumsfeld78 says, Kyle says he will visit Peoria and then a virus breaks out. Coincidence? I think not. No, no. Look, uh, any place I've ever been, a virus follows me. It's usually a venereal. Uh, Spaghetti Jones says, yes. What up, Doc? Hello, Spaghetti Jones. Welcome to Prospects After Dark. You jumped in right at the time that we were about ready to uh, hand out um, uh, uh, the Prospect Matchmaker. So I hope that, uh, I hope you're in. And if you want a Prospect Matchmaker, slide into my DMs and let me know. Can I just be, uh, can I just be Brandon Allen's errand boy? Noah Snelson, the new hitting coach within the Cardinals organization, Brandon Allen. That's great. Noah, uh, you get, hold on. Noah, I wanted to find somebody for you that I thought would be at Springfield this year. Somebody you could be excited about, and also Noah, you and I have had some great conversations. You have shared some amazing, like personal pictures—not that kind of way—but like pictures uh, with your kid. And uh, you, you do a great job in Springfield of hosting, being a host family, and not being a host family, but like supporting the Springfield community. And I wanted to find a player who was going to be at Springfield. Uh, Brad, I haven't given you yours yet. Um, who's going to be at Springfield for you to get excited about. So you got Brendan Donovan. Again, one of my personal favorite prospects. I'm not saying he's one of the best, but you get Brendan Donovan. Uh, uh, and uh, uh, they were those – yeah, I take it back. I did, I've seen Noah's dick. I'm not going to lie. No, I've not seen Noah's dick. Um, but, uh, Noah, I give you – I'm giving you Brendan Donovan because he's one of my favorites. He's probably going to be at Springfield. He's a solid prospect. Uh, and I think we get to watch him grow together. And I think that he, – and he's a great kid from a great family. You and your family are going to love interacting with them down at the stadium if the opportunity presents itself this year after Corona. Uh, and um, that's why I gave him you. And you and Trevor Schelling are going to be, uh, um, you're gonna be uh, sharing Brendan Donovan. And the reason that Trevor gets Brendan Donovan is because I had the pleasure of meeting Trevor at Winter Warm-Up, uh, and it was one of the most enjoyable experiences of my life. Trevor's a great kid. Uh, he offered to buy me lunch. And I thought, you know, Brendan Donovan being one of my personal favorite prospects – I wanted to give one of my personal favorites, to one of my personal favorite baseball-related moments, uh, Cardinal Twitter-related moments. So Trevor Schelling gets that. Uh, Hackmuff says, I'm off to grab some takeout for dinner. Have fun, everybody. Cheers. I'm going to grab some water, Hackmuff, to you. Cheers. I'm going to follow it up with bourbon. Don't get me wrong. What, you, what kind of food are you getting for takeout? If you haven't left already. All right. Uh, let's see. Boy, I really should be crossing these off. Uh, my good friend Troy Poole, who is uh, a, a very prominent member of the Peoria community, Troy gets Alvaro Sejas. Oh, pizza! Now we're talking hack muff. Now we're talking. So Troy gets Alvaro Sejas, and the reason is Troy has been one of Al- Alvaro Sejas' biggest fans uh, for a really, really long time, and he, the two of them have a relationship. And I just want I want everybody to be happy. I want everybody to be excited. Uh, and one thing I know about Troy is that he will really appreciate Alvaro Sejas. I know that the Alvaro Sejas really appreciates Troy. Uh, And, you look. Alvaro Sejas is a good prospect. His violent delivery is still a concern. Uh, His command is still a concern. He's probably a reliever in the long term. But at 21 years old, you can't ever count on a kid, and you just never know what's coming next with him. You just never know uh, what's coming next. So that's why Troy gets uh, uh, Alvaro Sejas. Bronson Hayes got Ricardo Sanchez, Rick Sanchez from C137. Uh, <laughs> he doesn't have his own Morty I apologize for that E-Raw Sports uh, 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 now I want to make sure I get it right she just recently got married and I want to make sure that I don't butcher uh, her 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 new last name uh, used to be Miss Raw. Ru- now I can't find it of course because I'm a fucking asshole uh, Razzball guys I'm sorry about this where are you at Eh, oh God, I'm the worst. I'm the fucking worst. Uh, Emily Raw, Ro- Emily Butcher. Sorry, Emily. My apologies. I'm the worst. So Emily had, um, she had Jake Westbrook, and she had Jake Jake Westbrook. I always Jake Woodford. Now uh, take a drink. Every time I call Jake Westbrook, Jake Jake Woodford, Jake Westbrook. That's gonna happen a lot because I'm a fucking moron. If I just say Jacob, I'll remember Woodford, but I always want to call him Jake because I'm a moron. Uh, so Jacob Woodford, she had Jacob Woodford. She asked for a change. Uh, I, I reached outside of my comfort zone, uh, and I decided to give you Andrew Kisner. Now, Andrew Kisner is just a couple of rostered uh, games away from losing his rookie eligibility. But, uh, look, I've had a lot of interactions with the Kisner family. Uh, I, Andrew's a great kid. Uh, you're one of my favorite people. You've been a pad person for a very, very long time. Uh, and I just wanted to give you a guy who's at the major league level who you could appreciate uh, and follow. And so you get Andrew Kisner. Sometimes it's just that simple. Uh, I'm, I'm not a complicated person. I'm actually really stupid. Um, yeah. Jeff, by the way, Jeff Niehaus is going to be sharing Trajan Fletcher with Trevor Hook. Uh, Jeff, uh, the reason is you're just fun. And Trajan Fletcher being as athletic as he is, it, you're just fun. Like Trajan Fletcher is like, so Tre- Jeff, when I think about you, I think about somebody who puts amazing audio to gifts, amazing gifts. And Tracian Fletcher is like an amazing gift that's been giving audio. Uh, uh, again, there's a lot of development that needs to happen there for Tracian Fletcher to finally uh, to come into his own. Uh, but uh, th- that that's my line of thinking. As crazy as that is, sometimes you've got to uh, you- you've got to reach. Uh, Kendra Nicole Lackey. She gets uh, a Kramer Robertson. Now, I saw somebody talking about Kramer Robertson a second ago. Now, the reason that Kendra gets Kramer Robertson is as simple as, uh, uh, you know, she's a big Harrison Bader fan. She is the Harrison Bader apologist. And I was thinking in the Cardinals organization, who is the player that has like the built-in fan base that everyone loves, who's super athletic, who's kind of flashy, maybe uh, maybe not as good as their athleticism and their flashiness shows. And Kramer Robertson is that guy. Look, uh, because of his mom being the decorated uh, college basketball coach, uh, uh, because he's an LSU middle infielder, he is he's just really, really kind of that guy who has a built-in following that people love. And if you talk bad about him, even if it's like, uh, he's probably not going to ever make a major league debut, uh, uh, people lose their damn minds and get a- angry at you. And that's kind of Harrison Bader, too. He has his lunatic fringe group of fans. And so that's why Kendra gets Kramer Robertson. And, you know, they they have that, like, you know, Kramer, he's small. He's got a huge head. Uh, he's got slick black, slick back hair. He's dyed that thing super blonde. Uh, and that's why you get Kramer. Just that simple. Uh, sorry, Emily, I'm the worst. I uh, Love the choice. Thank you. Good, I'm glad. Yeah, that's right, Matt. You got Mateo. It's because she has a big head. Yeah, uh, goddamn it, I'm the worst, uh, Kiefer. Kiefer, you get again another another kid that I've had the pleasure of uh, uh having. I, I'm not going to get into that. Uh, you get Chandler Redmond, a late round draft pick, big boy. Now the reason that you get Chandler Redmond, I'm going to come straight with you. I've had the pleasure of meeting you, and you're a big man who is super like you're just lovable, Kiefer. Uh, And so is Chandler Redmond. He's a big boy uh, with big power, but he's super lovable, coming from a super lovable family. Uh, So that's why you get Chandler Redmond. And uh, you get Chandler Redmond all yourself. RC, uh, I'll call him Randy Creaseman on here. Uh, I know he just goes by RC Nuncola. He gets Edgar Escobar. And the reason why RC gets Edgar Escobar is, uh, again, relief pitcher, pitched at Peoria, pitched at Palm Beach, high K-rate. Uh, lives in the low 90s, can dial it up to 95, has an okay slider and a changeup in, in, in the in uh, in development. But the reason R.C. gets Edgar Escobar is because we've talked about Edgar Escobar and that's kind of like the fun thing about this. You know, R.C. has tremendous knowledge when it comes to the Cardinals organization and I like giving him a, a reliever with a high upside who might be able to make a major league debut at some point because uh, I think he can really appreciate it. So that's why R.C., it's Edgar Escobar. Um, Let's see. Oh, Hex got Baird. I like it. I uh, got to crush that out. Uh, let's see. is uh, Jane says hello. Hope all is well. Uh, to STL Cup of Joe, I raise my glass. I hope Jane's well. I hope you're well. Uh, I wish you nothing but the most uh, love and success. but that's all I'm going to say. Uh, thank you for being here. Uh, you're a good man. I raise my glass. Ala says, Hi Kyle. Hello, Cousin Charlie. How are you? Or April, whichever one you are. Keeper, it's perfect. Get some reading up to do. That's right. Did I ever get my prospect request in? I didn't DM, so I, will, I was just checking. Toondog, I did not. Uh, uh, you did not give me a request, and I usually don't respond to requests. But Toondog, uh, you're real simple. I looked and scoured and scoured and scoured uh, your profile, and there was only one prospect that fit you, and it was Zach Thompson. Toon Dog, you get Zach Thompson. Uh, you're a Kentucky a Kentucky person. And it was hilarious today uh, knowing that you had already been assigned Zach Thompson when you tweeted at Gifts and I about uh, uh, the the Zach Thompson start being on the SEC network. I was perfect. It validated what I thought, uh, which is a very important moment for me because everything I usually think is fucked up and wrong. Uh, so you get Zach Thompson. Now I'm going to be honest with you. You're going to share Zach Thompson with Drew Maurizio. Now, as simple as it is, Drew Maurizio gets Zach Thompson because Zach Thompson is one of the uh, the best prospects in the Cardinals organization. Drew has been with us from the get-go. I have nothing but love and respect and admiration for Drew. He's part of the armed forces, uh, and I just thought, you know, someone like that deserves one of the best prospects in the Cardinals organization. So you and Drew Maurizio are going to be sharing Zach Thompson. Boy, we've got a lot of these to get through. Holy shit. Uh, let's see. Oh, Brad, STL stats. Uh... uh, uh, uh Stats, SEO cards, you're getting Malcolm Nunez. And the reason I'm giving you Malcolm Nunez is Ryan Fisher got Malcolm Nunez the last time. Ryan Fisher still has Malcolm Nunez. Malcolm Nunez is still uh, his prospect. And I thought, you know, you guys are both part of the Fantasy League chat. You're both kind-hearted, amazing people who I've had the pleasure pleasure of DMing uh, about, like, emotional stuff in the past. Uh, And I just thought that, like, you could appreciate Malcolm Nunez, but also you're a good combo with Ryan Fisher. And sometimes it's just that simple, like facilitating – Uh connectedness, uh, as a former Mizzou basketball coach would say. Uh, let's see, welcome to the club, Drew. That's what I'm talking about. See, that's that's what I love. As Toon Dog says, Welcome to the club, Drew. He's talking to Drew Maurizio. The both of them will have uh Zach Thompson as their prospect matchmaker. Like, that's I ended up like really falling in love with the idea once I kind of got over it, uh, of of being able to facilitate some type of uh, uh relationship between people as we assign them, like your guy and your guy, and you're sharing him and I don't know. I Maybe I'm just, uh, uh, I don't know. I'm probably overthinking it, but I just thought that that was cool. Look, like, I just want people to have fun. All right. Corey Sanzone. Now, uh, uh, Corey and Luke Floosh are close friends. They've known each other forever from what I understand. And when we offered the option for Prospect Matchmaker to happen, um, Luke said something about uh, uh, I should assign Corey Jonathan Machado. The reason being that Jonathan Machado is all speed, and Corey's kind of an old man. But that got me thinking that, like, you know, Corey's a baseball player still, and he loves baseball, uh, and he loves baseball maybe more than anyone on Twitter, to be honest with you. Loves playing it, loves the game. And I thought, you know, of all the Cardinals players, who's the one that, like, you wouldn't be surprised to find find out loves baseball more than the others? And it's Justin Turner. Uh, An outfielder, Speedy, uh, makes a ton of contact. So Corey Sanzone, uh, his prospect is Justin Turner. now also, as I, as I cross out Corey, you are sharing Corey. And I didn't want to, I'm going to be honest with you, both Corey and uh, Luke. I didn't want you guys to share prospects, but I, I just had to do it. Uh, I couldn't get over it. Uh, and now I can't find it cause I'm an idiot, but I, I ended up having you share something. So uh, we'll get to that later. Luke, you get Jake Woodford. Now, the reason that you get Jake Woodford is simple. um, There isn't a person who loves the St. Louis Cardinals that I've interacted with more than you. Uh, There is a fraction of the fan base who are down on Jake Woodford, and I'm one of those people, to be honest. But what I know about you is you will never give up on a player with talent. Jake Woodford has talent, and there's some prospect fatigue that has set in with him because he's been a Cardinals prospect for so long. And I know that you can appreciate a prospect, uh, like building up a prospect. And I think that's wonderful, and uh, that's why you get Woodford. I think that you can really, really appreciate that. Uh, and, and that means the world to me, and that's why I love you, and that's why I love uh, uh, interacting with you. You're going to be sharing Jake Woodford with CJ uh, Beresevich, and I, now again, I don't mean this in a negative way. I know it might come across that way, but the reason that you're sharing him with CJ Beresevich, if I can find CJ's handle here, is CJ's his Twitter handle is CJ Regular Guy, and there isn't a more quote unquote regular guy uh, all in the Cardinals organization. Than Jake Woodford. So that's that's why the two of you have him. Uh, let's see. Welcome to the club, Drew. Uh, woohoo! Fish is my boy. See, I knew. Uh, did I say Westbrook? <laughs> you mean Westbrook? <laughs> oh, Jake Woodford, what an asshole I am. Oh, so Andrew Scott. The reason that Andrew Scott is going to be sharing a uh, Turner, Justin Turner, with Corey Sanzone is because when I was watching, when I went through uh, Andrew Scott's profile, he seemed like the kind of guy who would appreciate a guy who would run through a brick wall to make a catch. Now, Justin Turner's season ended in the middle part of August because he made he ended up getting a concussion after running into the wall making a catch in center field at Hammonds Field. He also made two catches over the wall, one to end the game in Tulsa last year, and I just couldn't imagine there being a more perfect fit. Uh, Jake for days. Hey, CJ regular guy, welcome. I hope you enjoy, bud. All right, so um, Pat B and Josh Tomey, uh, Josh is not home, uh, Josh is Tomey. Uh, they are going to share Patrick Romary, and it's really this simple. It's both of those guys. Now, I know Josh is not home. He's a big fan of Tyler O'Neill. When I think of Tyler O'Neill, I think of a guy who does big damage but strikes out a lot. And that's Patrick Romary so far. He's probably going to strike out a lot while doing big damage. Pat B also gets uh, Patrick Romary because of Patrick Patrick. But what I know about Pat B is Pat B really, really appreciates the advanced stats. And I've got a feeling that for a couple years, Pat uh, Patrick Romeri is going to be an advanced stat, darling. Uh, I think that they both can really appreciate the fact that a guy's going to strike out a lot to do damage. And that's what matters to me. And that's why they are paired with Patrick Romeri. More water. Uh, uh, let's see. The next is Tara. Tara Woman, who is one of my favorite people on Earth, uh, not just on Cardinals Twitter. A couple years back, Tara wrote an amazing article about... Dennis Ortega and Julio Rodriguez. Uh, she is a great resource, maybe the best resource for minor league baseball when it comes to the issues at minor league baseball. Uh, as a matter of fact, she is the absolute best source, even better than Emily Walden, uh, Chris blessings right there. Uh, especially when it comes to Cardinals Twitter, she's absolutely the best, but the article that she wrote was about the, the relationship of Dennis Ortega and Julio Rodriguez. And I don't know how I could not give Tara Julio Rodriguez. uh, uh underappreciated Julio Rodriguez. So is Tara. And uh, so Tara gets Julio Rodriguez. I'm going ahead and knocking it off the list. Staying with my, uh, my birds on the black brethren. We have Enchil. Now, for those of you who don't know Enchil, Enchil uh, went to Missouri state just recently got a job working uh, in the vet- veterinary department at Mizzou. And there's only one player in the Cardinals organization I think that went to Mizzou and it's Cameron Dulé our Dulé. Uh, a relief pitcher. So Enchil gets dual as he gets to uh, uh, really explore his Mizzou fandom as he transitions from Missouri state to Mizzou. Look, that guy is, uh, Enchil is an awesome dude. He's all in on Mizzou. And I just wanted to pair him up with a Mizzou player within the Cardinals organization. Uh, uh, so Kate Wright and JT Vonderhaar are going to share a prospect. Now uh, they get Cody Whitley. And it's as simple as when I looked at both of their profiles, I just couldn't help but give him Cody Whitley. I don't know how else to say it. Uh, I just thought Cody Whitley would be amazing. I've had a little interaction with JT Vonderhaar more than Kate Wright. And I just really like, uh, I like Mr. Vonderhaar a lot. He's a pad person who's been here uh, since the beginning. And uh, that's why he gets uh, uh, Whitley. And Whitley, look, Cody Whitley is going to be a major league contributor sooner rather than later. And uh, I just wanted to do it. I wanted to do it. Uh, yeah. Tara is the best. Tara is great. Simon says, so Simon says, uh, let me, hold on before I get too far. Simon says you get, uh, you get Todd lot as well. And it was, when I was looking through your stuff, I thought, again, you would appreciate an athletic outfielder. So you get, uh, again, it's a little bit different. Uh, uh, the draft pick from 2019, uh, 10th rounder, right? 10th round. Hold on. Greg was eight. Lott was nine. Summers was 10. Uh, uh, Todd Lott, the ninth rounder out of University of Louisiana Lafayette. Short, compact swing. You're going to love him. You get Todd Lott. Again, uh, uh, far away, uh, uh, got off to a hot start for Johnson City and then cooled down after a long collegiate season at University of Louisiana Lafayette. Uh, uh, First baseman, outfielder type. Uh, You're really going to like Todd Lott. You're going to enjoy it, I promise. I sound like Trump now. Cam Dooley is pronounced doo uh, he went to my high school. Hey, that's awesome. Dooley, uh, Dooley, thank you very much. Again, I'm never going to pronounce it right, uh, but thank you, Emily. I appreciate it a great deal. Emily Butcher. See, I've got it now. Um, so there we go. Now, uh, uh, Colonel Angus and Ben Waltz are going to get counter Capel. Now, Colonel Angus, uh, he gets camera- counter Capel because when I looked at the, when I was looking at the face of players, I tried to find the player that I thought would give the best Colonel Angus. Uh, and uh, to be honest, when you look at Connor Capel's mouth, he just looks like he eats pussy better than most. I'm just going to be honest. Look, I promised everyone when we started doing Prospects After Dark uh, that I would be as honest. And when I saw that guy's mouth, I thought that guy eats pussy. Uh, and if your Twitter handle is going to be Connor Lengus, uh, you got to find the guy who eats pussy. And uh, so you get that. And Ben Walls, the reason why I've paired you with Connor Capel uh, is because you mentioned that you like. Uh, uh, fast players from the 80s who maybe uh, with, with good athletic bodies who are defense first, and that's counter Capel. counter Capel is a very underrated defensive center fielder, so you get counter-caple and you get to share him with the dude whose Twitter handle is about eating, eating vagina. Uh, uh, real fast, there was one guy here. Uh, <laughs> uh, there's one guy here who, uh, Ryan, St. Louis Sports, and he and I have spent a lot of time DMing back and forth about stuff. And he and I talk a lot about maybe some of the misses in the Cardinals organization. Now, with Ryan, I couldn't figure out which prospect to get him, and then it hit me like a bolt of lightning. Uh, uh, that's a KFNS reference. to the morning after reference, a Marshall family reference. Um, Ryan gets Luis Roberts. Uh, and the reason is because as much time as Ryan and I have talked about the failures of the front office... Uh, there's never been a bigger failure in the front office than missing out on Luis Roberts. So uh, he's not a Cardinals prospect, but the prospect for Ryan Louis Sports is Luis Robert. And he's the only prospect who isn't in the Cardinals organization that's being assigned tonight. I just thought it was funny. Now, Miss Miranda's here. Miss Miranda, you get first base prospect uh, number 14 on the Dirty 35. I have been number 14, 13 on the Dirty 30, 16. Who knows? I don't really know. I haven't looked at the Dirty 35 since I finished it. You get Lucan Baker. Lucan Baker is a, 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 a draft pick out of Texas Christian. He's a big boy. He's got a ton of – that kid is nothing but love. Uh, he is a suboptimal first baseman who's worked his way to getting as good as possible. Uh, uh, but he's just like – he's a top prospect who is going to make do damage with his bat. And I just thought, you know what, Miss Miranda? Like, I think you'd enjoy Lucan Baker if he was in the room. He's a monster. He's like 6'5". He's 240 pounds. He's probably got a huge cock. Uh, Let's see, Jason LaRue, who writes for uh, uh, Viva Albertos. I like Jason LaRue. John LaRue. Jason LaRue was a catcher. Uh, John LaRue, uh, uh, John LaRue for Viva Albertos. I gave him Angel Rondon, and it's as simple as I like John a lot. I think John is a class act. I think he's a wonderful human being. Uh, And Angel Rondon is honestly my favorite, my favorite, my personal favorite pitching prospect in the organization. So that's why John gets that sticking. With the Viva Alberto crowd, Jason Hill is going to get Tony Losey. Uh, now, for those of you who don't know Tony Losi, he's the big righty out of Georgia, who I compared a little bit to Mitchell Boggs, but with a higher upside. Uh, uh, Jason gets uh, uh, Mr. Losi because he's on the cusp of being a, a major league contributor, if he can just get his command under control. And I just thought that that fits well. Now, he's going to share Losi. With Midmo, uh, Kobe, our good friend who I got to meet at uh, uh, High Point uh, uh, downtown uh, during the season when I met Ryan Fisher and Graham. And the reason is, look, I know Midmo, and Midmo is a draft guy, and I think that he'd appreciate the big spin uh, of the fastball on Tony Losi. I think that he can really, really appreciate Tony Losey, and that's why Midmo gets Losi. Now, as I get done with this first this first like little list here, uh, the last of the group is Victoria and GM. Victoria Dryden and GM Gersh are going to split Matthew Libertor. And the reason, look, Victoria gets Libertor because Victoria has been, like, one of the unsung heroes of Prospects After Dark. She played a vital role in the, uh, uh, the raffle that we did for charity. And uh, I just thought to myself, like, Victoria deserves Matthew Libertor. A, a high volume, high... Uh, 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 high-praise prospect. That, just that simple. Uh, and then uh, GM Gersh is going to share Libertor with Victoria. A, because I love GM Gersh, and I love Victoria Dryden. Uh, but also, GM Gersh was the one who traded for Matthew Liberator, uh, even though he really didn't. But also, uh, because GM Gersh has shared some pretty awesome things with gifts and myself, uh, and I just thought they'd be a good combo to have Liberator. Uh, so far, I'm done with the first column. We've got a few on the second column done. Look, there were 70 people a Plus, who asked for prospects. So we're about halfway through. I raised my glass. And I need water. Jesus Christ, what has this night been? Um, yes, I uh-huh. uh, can't stay. Uh, T- Tara, we gave you Julio Rodriguez. I hope you were still in here. Uh, Miss Miranda says, I remember watching Luke play with TCU and loved him. Wish the Cardinals would get him, so I love it. Now that makes my – that is awesome. That makes my night, Miss Miranda. Thank you so much for sharing that. I am so happy. Thank you so much. Uh, Mike Pellerino says, you mentioned Midmo. Do you know if he's ever considered huffing his own beefers? Yeah, look, uh, Midmo and I, we met at uh, High Point and huffed our own beefers. Uh, And the VHS says, I know I have. You're damn right you have. Look, in St. Louis, we huff our own beefers all the time. Uh, Drew Langley says, in mm, beefers, uh, yeah, all right. So, uh, Ryan Spencer is gonna get Aaron Antonini. Now, you'll look at Aaron Antonini's stats, you'll see uh, 219 average. But Aaron Antonini has like a 387 on base percentage. He's a young catcher that the Cardinals think highly of, uh, who can defend his position that has a little bit of pop. And uh, when I looked at Ryan Spencer, who is a big pad person, I just thought Ryan would be able to appreciate a prospect like that. So, Ryan gets Aaron Antonini. That, that's a deep dive. Look, here we're going to start getting into deep dives. And uh, I think that that's important. Randy Gardner uh, gets Evan Kurczynski And I honestly don't have a reason why. So Randy Gardner gets Evan Kurczynski. There you go. Uh, there's going to be a couple like that. Like I said, I apologize. Uh, uh, oh, Caramel-Eyed Girl and Saluki's Fan get Terry Fuller. Uh, they're going to be sharing Terry Fuller with Daniel Harris. Now, Saluki's Fan and Daniel Harris asked for Terry Fuller. Uh, uh, and because of that, they get to share him. I gave Fuller a car- caramel-eyed girl, because when I when I searched through her profile, I thought, you know, I think that if she saw this player, she'd fall in love with him. And that's the reason why, just that simple. Again, I'm, uh, I'm not one to get, uh, look, I'm not smart, and I'm not gonna pretend like I understand people or how they work or even anything. Uh, 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 by the way, uh, yeah, uh, I'm not gonna pretend to understand like I understand anything. So uh, I'm just gonna stop there. Uh, one of, one of the amazing pad people is BJ Brittingham. I think his name's Ben Brittingham. His profile picture still has a pad picture in it. I think he's from the Pacific Northwest. So I gave him Parker Kelly, Carson Kelly's little brother, Carson, a uh, Parker Kelly transition from the bullpen to a starting spot for Peoria. Did a great job. Outkicked his coverage a little bit and was kind of impressive, but I thought uh, BJ Brittingham I like the idea of giving him a prospect that's from that area. Uh, and even not, even without that, Who BJ is a, a coach. I thought he'd be able to appreciate a guy like Parker Kelly, who comes from a baseball family uh, uh, that, uh, you know, just comes from a baseball family and would be able to appreciate a prospect like that uh, and would like him. So that's why I went in that direction. Matt Moore, uh, a Lion-I FB guru, he gets Connor Coward. Uh, Connor Coward is a uh, Virginia Tech coach. prospect uh, pitch out of the bullpen last year might pitch out of a rotation from what I understand. The reason that Matt Moore gets coward other than that, he's talented is that there's a very good chance that coward is going to be, or would be at Palm beach. If the season were to start tomorrow and uh, Mr. Moore enjoys going to those Palm beach games a lot. And I thought I want to give him a guy who's going to be able to go and watch. Oh, boy. Jesus Christ. We're just getting started. Real R.W. Lot. Uh, what else? Who else do we have here? Lunch blah, blah, blah. When the moon hits your eye like a big pizza pie, that's more rare. Okay, Okay. Uh, Dylan Carlson fan. Uh, I'm just going to kind of jump around. Dylan Carlson fan is obviously a Dylan Carlson fan, but I'm not giving him Dylan Carlson. Uh, we gave a person to Dylan Carlson, and that was enough, and we're happy with it. When I looked at Dylan Carlson fan's Twitter profile. All I saw was a person that talked about like the best players, uh, Yachty, Pujols, uh, Gorman, Carlson. It was just about the best. And I thought to myself, this player, like this guy, this person, uh, who I'm projecting as a male, uh, Dylan Carlson fan. I want this person to experience a prospect from the bare bones, like lowest levels in the minor leagues. So Dylan Carlson fan Gets Ramon Mendoza, a 19-year-old second baseman slash third baseman, who barely made it to the GCL this past year. I don't actually; he was in the DSL. I'm not even sure if he made it to the GSL. Uh, uh, now, the fun thing about Ramon Mendoza is Ramon Mendoza. There's not a picture of. It's impossible to find a picture of him. Uh, so what you get is you get a screensaver with an avocado that has my head superimposed on it with Ramon Mendoza at the bottom. Amazing picture done by Cardinals Gifts. Uh, the one, the only, uh, and that's why we love and appreciate him uh, endlessly. My endless love. Oh, uh, let's see. Here. Thank you, Kyle. Blah blah blah. Uh, blah blah blah. I got my match, Justin Turner. That's right, Andrew Scott. Uh, looking forward to hearing your breakdown. We already did it. You're gonna have to listen. Hi, Kyle. Great to see your beautiful avocado head, Minmo. We gave you Tony Losey. I hope you enjoyed it. Uh, Chandler Hayes gets Juan Yepes. The reason is because I think Juan Yepes still is about ready. To, I think Juan Yepes is about ready to go into the premiere of his career, whatever that looks like. And I think that you're in the premiere of your career. G man 815 gets Irving Lopez. It seemed like you would really appreciate the prospect who could play multiple positions with a really sound fundamental game. You get Irving Lopez. I'm going to kind of run through these a little bit. Uh, Jay Puckett gets Tyler Statler, the, the Illinois product who, uh, was part of the Gators Academy writing uh, a pitcher. When I looked at your profile, I thought that you could really appreciate a, a, a high school drafted pitcher that made very little impact, didn't have a chance to make an impact, uh, that you could follow throughout the minor league. So uh, that's why you got Tyler Statler. Uh, Crawfy 125 uh, uh, Mr. Crawford, hold on, I can't, uh, let me get your first name. I want to make sure I get it. When the moon hits you, I like a big piece of fun, Yeah, you're not going to get your name. Uh, Fuck your name is what I'm saying. No, uh, Sam Crawford, that's what I thought. Sam Crawford, you get Brian Dobzhansky. Again, I think that that's a little bit on a limb. I know that a lot of people wouldn't be happy about Brian Dobzhansky, but I love Brian Dobzhansky. I can tell you that that's a great family with a great player who has potential to make a major league debut. He needs to refine his stuff against lefties, but look, his his basketball velocity is the mid-90s It has life. He has a good breaking pitch, a good off-speed pitch. Uh, and look, I love Brian Dobzhansky, and you've become a very important part of our pad community. And I just wanted you to be able to be a part of something that I really, really enjoy. NH Cards 13 is getting Jake Summers. And the reason that NH Cards 13 is getting Jake Summers is that I know nothing about either of those people. Uh, Jack Attack gets Connor Lunn. Uh, and the reason is because Connor Lunn was a pretty highly thought of draft pick drafted in the 11th round, could be a reliever could be a starter we're gonna have to wait and find out but i know for a fact that jack attack will be able to enjoy and appreciate an 11th round draft pick with kind of an interesting upside uh and uh, maybe a major league debut in their future buzz 124 gets connor thomas uh the draft pick out of georgia tech the lefty probably just the loogie which is bad uh, in today's day and age because there isn't really a role for a loogie uh but he has a tremendous stuff Comes from a tough three-quarters, a little bit lower arm angle. Uh, And, uh, again, a draft pick that I thought that this person would like that I don't know anything about. TLB Stark. I don't know who that is either. Uh, I apologize, Uh, at least here. I'm sure that I have it. Let me see if I can find it. Uh, TLB Stark. I'm not going to find it. I don't really care. You can check Ralston. Uh, The the, the UCLA starter-turned-reliever. A reliever-turned-starter-turned-reliever. Uh, we don't know what his future holds. If he ends up being a starter in the Cardinals organization, he has a chance to stay a starter for long term. The rumor is he's going to stay as a, a bullpen option. He could be a very, very devastating uh, six foot six on top of a batter uh, with a devastating curveball and a low nineties fastball type relief pitcher with maybe can pump it into the mid nineties if he's pitching out of the bullpen exclusively. Uh, so that's why you get Jack Ralston. Uh, Steven Biscotti gets Roel Ramirez, and I don't even have a reason for that. Might as well move on. Ryan Hetzer, who does a ton of work for everybody. I was on his podcast, did some work for Two Birds on a Bat. I gave you Seth Elledge. And the reason is, like, when I talk to you, we've talked about Seth Elledge. I know you've written an article highlighting Seth Elledge as a potential major league contributor, had the season continued on in order for 2020. Uh, And so I thought, you know what? When I hear Seth Elledge, when I hear you talk, I think of Seth Elledge. Like, you just – I think about the physical stature of Seth Elgin. I don't know what that means, but that's for you. Sammy Helms gets Alex Fagalde. Why? God only knows why. I just thought you might like Alex Fagalde. Uncle Frank gets Michael Yusenka. Why? Uncle Frank, I think he was born in 1957, and Michael Yusenka seems like the kind of pitcher that people born in 1957 would like. Boom. Blind Homer gets Tommy Jew. Tommy Jew was a 13th round draft pick. A big uh, uh, over-bonus, over-slot signing. There's not really a slot when you get to the 13th round, but Uh, A super athletic outfielder who has a chance to, uh, once he's healthy, he didn't play last year because he was healthy, at least after he was drafted, Uh, he didn't play because he wasn't healthy. Uh, He's back to being healthy, he's a super athletic outfielder, and I just thought Blind Homer, who I have a lot of interactions with, would really appreciate a prospect like Tommy Jew. Uh, Drake Mann gets Andre Payante, the fourth round pick, uh, the righty, who's a command specialist with a very good slider and a pretty solid changeup, who initially I'd given to Matt Thompson, but I wanted Matt Thompson to get Matteo Gill, the more and more I thought about it. Uh, uh, Drake Man is a great uh, a person that I converse with and talk with a lot, and I just thought he'd really appreciate Andre Payante. Jay Drake 349, uh, who is based out of the Florida area, who I believe does work for Prospects 1500 or Prospects 365, I don't remember. He gets the undrafted Tyler Reichenborn. And the reason is, as someone who writes and talks about Prospects, uh, I thought that he could appreciate a prospect that, what first off was undrafted, who's super athletic and who is going to be playing at Pia- at Palm Beach had the season continued under normal circumstances. It just seemed like a perfect fit. Somebody who would say who wouldn't be like, oh man, I got an undrafted free agent. Uh, blah 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 to Seton Hall. Blah blah blah. Like I knew he'd be able to appreciate someone like Tyler, Tyler Reichenborn. Kevin Holm, H O E M gets Francisco Justo. Uh, I had a reason. I don't know why. Uh, Do Raymi gets Tommy Parsons because when I when I went through Do Do Raymi 8's uh, uh, profile, he seemed like the kind of guy who really appreciates like sound pitching. Uh, Tommy Parsons made one AAA start, got rocked in the first inning, and then really settled in. Uh, the undrafted uh, Division Three pitcher uh, uh, with just a tremendous makeup. A good curveball and an interesting change. A great changeup and an interesting curveball, rather. Uh, fastball that can live 92, 93, but can get up to the mid-90s. I just thought that that was the kind of guy that you would really appreciate. Uh, Robin, uh, Robbie Rankins gets Junior Fernandez. Uh, again, I just thought this is a guy who's kind of, he's on, he's made a major league debut. He's on the cusp. And, Robbie, I thought you'd really appreciate that. Cash Bridges gets Logan Grab. One of my favorite pitching prospects in the organization, maybe my second favorite behind Angel Rondon. I don't mean like they have the highest upside or blah blah blah. I just like really like watching them pitch. Uh, You get uh, Logan Gragg, Cash Bridges, because again, when I looked at that, I thought I felt like I had a connection with you and what you liked and what you didn't. I thought I'm going to give him the guy that I really like. Now, uh, the last two people that I have not talked about are James Phillips and Very Stupid Man. Uh, VSM, I love. Uh, I believe he's a lawyer in the St. Louis area. I think he's wonderful. But the reason that I've, I've left them for the last two is because all three of us are big fans of the morning after uh, a local radio show with Tim McKernan and Doug Vaughn and Jimmy the Cat Hayes and Peoria Plowboy. Uh, uh, I'm leaving one of them off. We'll get to that in a second. Very stupid man is getting John Nagowski. And the reason that very stupid man is getting John Nagowski is I tried to find one of the older players on the in the Cardinals organization – that would be a stepdad. Uh, The morning after is constantly talking about stepdads. And I thought to myself, Nagowski's like 26, he'll be 27. That dude is almost at the age to be a a very, very attractive stepdad. Uh, So, so VSM gets Nagowski, James Phillips, you get, uh, and this is, I'm going way off on a limb. He's not a prospect per se. He would have his rookie eligibility, but you are getting uh, Mr. Kim, uh, uh, KK Kim. And the reason is, uh, that Iggy, uh, I would imagine uh, uh, Iggy Strode, the producer for the Morning After. I would imagine that if he found out that the Cardinal signed someone named Kim, he'd be like, uh, "I wonder what this chick looks like. I wonder if she's hot. Is she hot? I wonder if she'd go to Hito. And I thought you would really appreciate James Phillips. Uh, that uh, uh, that you would really appreciate Kim and then the Iggy thing. So that's why. And those are our seventy-something prospects. On Prospect Matchmaker and our reasoning for doing it. And I am fucking exhausted. I'm going to raise my glass and what I have left to all of the people who have participated in Prospect Matchmaker. Now, I've had a couple people reach out. Uh G Brown and uh Spaghetti Jones said make me a match. I will make you a match. We'll give it to you soon, but I need some time, bud I need some time. Thank you so much, guys. I hope you really enjoyed uh, uh yo, would you go for implants or toupee? Uh sure. I mean, I I'll, I'll, I'll do either. I don't care. Yeah, ah. woo! Again, I'm going to raise my glass one more time as we finish this off, and then I move to scotch, finish off the uh, the four roses. Again, thank you to everyone uh, as part of our birds on the black community for taking part in this. I hope that we were able to give you some type of joy in an otherwise uh, un time, and an and other- a time that is otherwise filled with uncertainty and uh, complexity in the form of pandemonium, really. So tell my pad people, I raise my glass. I'm not done. We're about an hour and 40 minutes in. And I'm about ready to dip into the Obon, uh, the Game of Thrones Oban, the Night's Watch. Hear my words and bear witness to my vow. Night gathers and now my watch begins. It shall not end until my death. I shall take no life, hold no lands, Father, no children. I shall wear no crows and win no glory. I shall live and die at my post. I am the sword in the darkness. I am the watcher on the walls. I am the shield that guards the realm of men. I pledge my life and honor to the night's watch. For this night and all the nights to come. By the way, I loved that Game of Thrones until the end. Uh, I loved it when it was happening, and I regret loving it since. Uh, and I used to watch that show all the time, and I haven't gone back and watched it since the season finale. So that should tell you all you need to know. Uh, let's see. Hell, yes. Hell, let's go. Kyle, you are the bomb. Victoria, you're great. Always enjoy your content, Kyle. Appreciate you taking the time to set this up. Hey, look, gifts. Cardinal's gifts had just as much to do with this as I did. Uh, look, he's the one who provides with the amazing graphics. He's the one who uh, – uh, look, there isn't a person – other than, well, I'm gonna stay out of it. There isn't a person who does more for me uh, in the Twitter community than Cardinals Gifts. There isn't a person who makes me want to do this more than Cardinals Gifts. Uh, B love, you'll get a be love, you'll get a prospect match. Anyways, uh, Gifts is the best, and uh, I wouldn't do this if Gifts wasn't a part of it. Uh, and there isn't a person more vital to our entire community than Cardinals Gifts. I raise my glass to him uh, to be a part of this, to call you a, a, a partner in crime, a PIC. Uh, uh, I raised my glass. Mmm. Intern Maddie. Intern Maddie, we missed you. You asked for one, didn't you? God damn it. Intern Maddie. Uh, Intern Maddie, we forgot you, bud. God damn it. I'm so sorry. We'll get you one, I promise. I promise. Uh, cheers, Kylan gifts. All right, so uh, before we close the night off, and this has been a hell of a Prospects After Dark, I just want to say one more time, uh, thank you to all the PAD people for taking part in this tonight. Tomorrow night, uh, Friday night, May 1st, through Prospects Live, we are doing a mock amateur draft. I will be representing the Cardinals. I will be picking pick 21, 54, 63, 70, and 93. Uh, The Prospect Live people at 7.30, 7.45 Central Time will be uh, going live on Periscope and their YouTube channel. Uh, and they will be providing you with uh, content as we pick. Uh, I will be drafting as if I am my own personal perception of Randy Flores and John Mazelok. And I will, I'm will i going to do everything I can to try to make the Cardinals proud. I will be on Twitter explaining my picks. Uh, I might jump on Periscope. Uh, I, I don't want to com- compete with the Prospects Live people, but I might jump on Periscope to explain my picks. Uh, And to be live with you guys. Uh, The one thing that the prep for the Prospects Live draft has provided us, has provided me, is when we get to the draft night, we're going to have an epic episode of Prospects After Dark uh, where I will have more knowledge than I've ever had about a draft. And we're going to be able to talk about every pick as they happen live. I am more excited about the Prospects After Dark draft episode than I've ever been about an episode of Prospects After Dark ever, uh, because we're going to be able to experience it and enjoy it together, and I think it's going to be a wondrous experience. Uh, so to all my pad people, I raise my glass of uh, the Oban to all of you guys. I think you're wonderful. I wouldn't do it without you. Uh, I wouldn't do it without Cardinal's gift, because honestly, I he's a brother. Again, the fifth Reese brother uh, at this point. Um, but mostly to the pad people who make this all worth doing and who I am forever appreciative of and uh who, who you're all wonderful and thank you for the coffee and the breakfast these last couple of mornings to the two people who did it who have not reached out to me since Ugh. duly. uh if you haven't heard pitcher's list is doing a four-day online conference end of may i don't know anything uh, uh i don't know anything about it what is that i don't i don't know what you're talking about uh no uh to my birds on the black family uh I, they, they get the last year Cardinals gifts again. I, I uh, there aren't there aren't enough words in the language to describe how highly I think of that man, and it is a man. Sorry, don't want to give too much away about your identity. Uh, and Chill and Stu Styles who combine for the amazing game recaps uh, when we actually have games. Uh, uh, Stu Styles does it better than anyone. By the way, gifts uh, if you're here, make one. Make a Perry De La Vale. For Stu Styles because Perry Deleville is out uh, with a weed suspension, and I thought Stu Styles would appreciate that. Um, I Look, I love Stu. Uh, Enchill's a great dude. I love Stu with all my heart. Uh, Enchill and Ben Cerruti did the the, the best pitches in the Cardinal season or whatever. Uh, that bracket, that was wonderful. It was amazing. Tara Wellman and Alex Crisofoli do chirps. I look forward to that podcast coming out every week. Uh, but uh, as much as I love Alex Crisofoli, who is my favorite writer, there are a few people on this earth that I think are as wonderful as Tara Wellman. Uh, and what Tara Wellman does for uh, prospects rights and uh, players and people's rights, uh, and also her explorative journalism into minor league contraction and minor league pay. Uh, Tara is truly one of the elites. She's one of the best of all of us and from a humanity standpoint. So I raised my glass. Tara, of course, uh, Ben Cerruti, and Alex Cardinals gifts, um, Zach Gifford, who, because I've had a kind of a tumultuous relationship with Twitter lately, I haven't been able to watch nerds on the black and I'm, a, I'm the worst. I've listened to the podcast, subscribe to the podcast network of birds on the black. I promise you will not be disappointed between chirps and Pat and, uh, 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 uh nerds on the black. Does it look Zach's the best Zach's smarter than any of us. Uh, he's more charming than any of us in his own particular way. Uh, Zach is just a wonderful human being and I am embarrassed by myself for not supporting that product. Uh, of course, I've been dealing with my own shit, but not supporting that product the way that it deserves to be supported. Zach's amazing. Uh, and then our, our, like, I guess our satellite group of cup of Joe, uh, Adam van Grack, uh, Josh is not home. Josh is Tommy and Rachel Wren uh, to them for being a part of my, the birds on the black family. Uh, and, uh, 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 the, the minor league baseball organization, more than baseball to more than baseball that uh, along with birds on the black has provided us, uh, provided us with this amazing coffee mug, along with other products that if you buy all of the proceeds go to minor helping to pay the minor leaguers. So please do that. Look, I can tell you this. i drink drank a lot of tea with a lot of booze in this coffee mug, and it's done everything that I could ever imagine it to do. So to all of my pad people, all of my birds on the black family, who I'm going to be sticking around longer than I had hoped for, mostly because of gifts, and I, uh, but also because you're wonderful, I raise my glass. Remember, family, it's not about you. It's about the greater good. It's always about the greater good. And now that I'm preaching, you can tell I'm hammered. Uh, I've got a little left, uh, and this is where I want to say... Our last cheers will be to Mr. Jason Hicks, uh, uh, Mrs. Jennifer Hicks, and Mr. Jordan Hicks, along with Mr. Dylan Carlson, Mr. Jeff Carlson, uh, and the whole Carlson clan. I raise my glass. Uh, Look, we've had, again, uh, (laughs) Redmonds, Kisner's, uh, like the list goes on and on, cowers. uh, The list goes on and on of, of connections we've made. Because of prospects after dark, uh, scouts in the Cardinals organization, uh, front office members of the Cardinals organization, uh, the uh, the amount of connections we've had, we've been able to make because of prospects after dark. Uh, to all of you, to every member of prospects after dark, we raise our glass and we polish off the evening with with this amazing bottle. And by the way, if you even if you're not even if you're not a Game of Thrones fan, you'll love this. And if you're a Scotch fan, this Oban Bay Reserve. Night's watch. It's amazing. Uh, to, anyway, so my patch people, I raised my glass. I'm ready for bed. You can tell. I love you. Good night. I say good night, but we have so many more send-offs to do. Uh, to our good friend, Eric Thomas, one of our uh, Oregon people, who g- helped us realize how important it was to honor our legacy as members of the Terminator franchise with, if you are watching this, you're a part of the resistance. Uh, that comes from Eric Thomas, who is an amazing pad person. Uh, they're having a bunch of presentations on Twitch. I don't know what that is. All Matchmaker lock screens have since out. Gifts is amazing. <laughs> to gifts, to GIFs, we clap tonight. You're a hero, gifts. We need you. We love you. You're the most important person on this entire goddamn website. Uh, maybe you and Jeff Passon. Uh, <laughs> and a bunch of cheers. And you're awesome uh, to everybody. If you watch this, if you were listening to this via podcast, you're part of the Reese Resistance. Uh, I hope you enjoy tomorrow. Check out Periscope. I'm going to draft for Cardinal Nation with Prospect Live family. I'm going to try to make you proud. It's going to be a lot of fun, one way or the other. I want you to make fun of me and belittle me and make me feel stupid. Uh, uh, and as as we say, we're part of the resistance. We remind everybody that we want to be as happy as possible as we hunt for our favorite prospects and knowledge on our favorite players. Happy hunting.